Recorded live at the Urban Fly Company Studios. And we are back for another week of the SVS Fly Fishing Podcast. Hey, around the podcast table tonight, we have Mark from Urban Fly Company. We have Jim Franklin running the board tonight, uh, filling in for Chris. Chris's wife is celebrating a birthday. Happy birthday, Chris's wife. Happy birthday. Um, Happy birthday. <coughs> we have Derek filling in for him tonight. Thank um, gentlemen. Derek's been on the show couple times now, I think. That surprised me. I pulled in. I'm like, hey, Derek's here. You know, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to find somebody. We should have an, an extra, you know, have the four. I like I like having the four guys. Then, then we can't mi- mess up a microphone and not have a podcast. Uh, <coughs> but I'm, uh, you know, I'm Jay Thompson. We have a packed two weeks of fly fishing ahead of us uh, to talk about tonight. And uh, let's get started. Um, first, we're going uh, <coughs> to gonna do a little review uh <coughs> on some lines and uh some line ki- cleaning kits uh we're going to catch up with Derek um we're going to do a we had a, tons of fishing so we had a two boat float Mark and Jim had a float Mark took a guide trip or had a <coughs> hosted a guided trip I should say you went on a guided trip but we're going to talk about that when Chris comes back um Jim has been doing some cat fishing uh, I took a float today we had a great time um Queen City Guiding is having a musky meetup at Steelbound in Springville, New York, and that is this Friday. That'd be this coming Friday, the 26th. I think it's from what, 6 to 10.30? Something like that? 6.30 to 10, give yeah, or take. We were there last year. We'll talk a little bit about that. It was a great time. And then we'll get to some shenanigans. Uh, but before we get to that, Mark, who sponsors the podcast? We got Yeti Built for the Wild, Sims Fishing. Check them out, simsfishing.com. We've got A-Rex Hooks. Freshwater, saltwater. They've got a couple new lineups in the saltwater, too. Check them out. And we got Cortland Lines. Uh, we're talking fly line cleaning. Took the last couple of days, tore everything apart, washed all the lines. And I usually I do everything like I soak them in Dawn dish of usually about every three weeks to a month. But they got the dressing now with the little pads that come with it. Can run through. And that's like a nice little addition, too, afterwards. And then probably like every couple of weeks in between, clean them, too. But even after soaking in the dish soap, running it through, washing it, run it through the pad in the cleaner, still getting dirt off the lines. And this is even a time of the year where we're not even walking, waiting, but you're still getting mud in the boat from the raft and what have you and picking up debris from stuff, and it doesn't take much. And, boy, that line zings right after. It makes a world of difference. Even after, you know, a few weeks of it just being fished, run it through that dressing. It's nice. Man, I, I'm, and I'm one that's at total fault of never ever 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 doing anything that mark just said that's why i bring it up because but i know you don't and i know jim's on a, on a clean path of doing the exact same i i i, I don't like the dirty lines man i can't stand lives, it. the grittiness this thing oh, lives good. its life till it's dead and then it goes and i get a new one but i nah, should it, it'll actually it. probably add some life to the, your fly line oh, as significant well. significant so amount i need to get to doing that a little bit more often i'll have to go out and Grab me some of those as well. And you know the other thing is too is it's from time like if you rip through on a um, like you get snagged, you strip set. If that line's clean, you're still gonna burn, but it's not gonna cut. If that line's dirty, it cuts through your finger and rips it open. So that clean line doesn't saves the fingers a little bit too. If you're cutting yourself a groove every day, you probably got a dirty line. My hands are too hard. I, I don't even use stripping guys. Well, I touch paper hammers, every day. But, you Jay. Know. I'm sorry. Yeah, you guys are. Yeah. I got c- cement hands over here. I got soft hands, Jay. It's weird when I'm working flies. Like 
like <clears throat> normal and like raw tip and working them quick. I don't use stripping guides or musky fishing, but when I'm like dredging deep, I like stripping guides. I don't know why, because like my thing, like when if I'm like going like slow and then like pop, and every once in a while it like stick. Where with them, it'll just slide through. I'd like to have. A, I should get a couple pair of those too. I'm, I don't know. I just I've had them and I just always end up losing them. Mm-hmm. And I need to put them in it like a a good place where they're gonna like inside my fly box even. I got a drawer right on my fly bench. That's where it's, I do it once a year. I'm not as avid, but I do do it once a year. Washing your lines. lines. Yeah. Yeah. Go through the same kind of process. You like to don. It saves ducks, right? I'm not going to be as thorough. I usually just use the dressing and the the rag that comes with it, and just kind of. W- Wipe it all down that way. I, Mark did have a, me try the Dawn the one time. I was having coiling issues, though. That was more temperature, but anyhow. Heck, yeah. Go out and get yourself some of that from Cortland. Cortland Lines. Jim, too. You wanted to say you got them new uh Yeah, I got, the, uh, I got the five and eight weight guide series, and uh, we all got a chance to you know play with them for a little bit before we started the podcast up, and I'm impressed with them. Yeah. I like them, you know, for... You know, the price point, that is a quality setup. I mean, anybody could pick that up, and, I mean, it casted well. Yeah, for, what, 200 bucks? That's yeah. a good little stick. I'll definitely yeah. put one in. Yeah, if anybody's looking to get started, that's definitely, that's a great, great starter rod. And you're getting a whole setup. You know yeah, I mean, yeah, so. you're getting a whole setup. That's rod, reel, line, everything. I mean, it's even it even came with a leader already on it, so. Yeah, for, I mean, if travel you're getting started. Yeah, yeah nice, nice travel case, too. Toss it right in the truck, yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good little rod, yeah. Like mm-hmm. I said, throw it behind the back seat and keep right there, and you always ever... have it. <coughs> um, so, Jim, other than that, you know, friends of the show, friends of the show, we have Ryan Evans at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis at Down to Earth Landing, uh, we got Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, and the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance. Heck yeah! So, Derek, it's been a little while since we've talked to you. I think the, when we talked to you last week, Camden, Camden Gladon, right? Yep. Yep. <coughs> that was a hell of a fun podcast. Uh, so what have you been up to since? Camping. Lots and lots of camping. Um, I'm real active with the scouts. With, I was my, say my, yeah, my son's 13, and um, we seem to be doing something every other weekend. So I've been taking them trout fishing a couple times this year. Um, it was good. It was How many fun. are you dealing with at the time? Between 10 and 13 boys. Oh, nice. Teenagers. And how many adults are there? What? Two. Two. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And they eat. The amount of food I have to drag up there, I think we took 10 pounds up to a state park for camping two weekends ago in the snow, or in the cold weather, in the rain. They went and ate nine and a half pounds of ground beef in a day and a half. It was ridiculous. Grown boys. Oh, I, you can't keep, you can't feed them. They, they, they continuously eat you out of food. Um, good, then we good, trout- good save. Yeah, thanks. Good thanks. Save. I stuttered there. Uh Trout fishing, though, a couple of good future fishermen. My son's one of them. His best friend is another. So we have a good time. Um, and Andrew and I went to a local creek near fly shop and, and, and actually did real well. I'm, I landed six. He landed two. So we're, we're, having, we're having some fun, but most of it's camping. Um, I got it real big into gear lately. So. so when you're going out camping, is it tense? So I got in a hammock tents now so it's now hammocks strung from trees as opposed to sleeping on the ground and that's what all the kids are doing as well so out of the 13 12 to 13 boys we had five hammocks hanging in the trees this weekend 
So every kid seems to be starting to pick them up. You can get them at Amazon, Walmart for a fairly good price. They're pretty comfortable. And after I woke up a couple of uh, camp trips ago, I was sleeping on the ground, couldn't move for two days. I said, yep, I'm done with this. So the old uh, 20 years ago, I'd have been fine, but not, not so You're much too now. too old now. Not so much now. But No, that's about it. And big trip coming up, though. We'll go up uh, New Brunswick and see uh, Marlin. Pretty excited about it. We fly out Thursday in the main, and then we're going to drive up. We've got a rental car. My son's going to join me. And that's New Brunswick? Yeah. Um, well, we're going to land in, in Maine and then rent and drive up. Uh, because we're going to come back down after we chase muskie with Marlin. Or I'm going to go um, brookie fishing with my buddy. He lives up in the Allagash up, up north. He's got a couple of camps up there. Pretty excited. Big brook trout. Yeah, that'll be a fun week. Yeah. So who's uh, we and who's going up to uh, fish with Marlin with you? Andrew, my son. Oh, really? Yeah. So it'll wow. Be, it'll be a real big adventure for him. He started musky f- or he started uh, salmon fishing with me a couple of years ago, and so now we're pretty much when I won the the raffle. Uh, when I told him, he said, "When are we going?" I'm like, "Oh, th- that's it. I guess there's no choice." <laughs> so at that yeah, point, cool. you, you kind of, I mean, you you got to take him at that point. I, I do, as you know, uh, but then it quadrupled my price a hundred percent it's so always two more plane money. tickets and a hotel room and a rental car and the whole you know, nine yards so you much know, cheaper to oh, just ask yeah. a buddy uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it was as soon as he said we i'm like oh and nope. he's and he's what 13 13 so i mean at that age you you almost have to say hey here's a couple like he has should have to work those kind of chores off Right over the summer, doing a couple things around the house with you, because that's how Split I had to do wood. with my dad. And like even, you know, hey, go, we're gonna put a roof on, and you, I'm, you're helping me put the roof on. You know what I mean? Or this or that, just for my trips to Canada. I know that Splitting I, I wood. took when I, I was a kid. Split, exactly, Split, he's splitting wood. But I'm hoping he boats his first muskie up there. Oh uh, yeah, he's tried it a couple times. He's he's big in the pan fishing trout. Uh, loves the hybrids. We've got him doing that a couple of times. But uh, I need to get him to hook a muskie. And, and I'm hoping that he gets up there. We get one. If not, he gets the bug, and we come back down. Uh, he's like, Dad, this is a lot of casting. I'm like, it's what you get. But so you're gonna stick. A, uh, he's gonna be fishing with the gear rod. I'm thinking, probably. You know, I, I talked to Marlon a little bit a few months ago, and we were. He said, you know, let's try the rods first out of the gate. And he said, if we get a couple that way, and then we can go over to the fly gear. I'd probably be in the back of the boat using fly gear while he's chasing with rods most of the time. We're going to focus on him. It's going to be a good time. That was the uh, Nightmare Muskie raffles. Mm-hmm. That was when I, I, I got the tickets. I threw a bunch of tickets out there, and I was real surprised when I won. But nice. i tell you what, another thing it. for him and all in time, too, to teach, it will be very beneficial for him starting off. He can two-hand. Yeah. Very easily. I mean, not saying, like, this is a time or place, but like through the summer, he can learn that. And by fall, I bet he could very, at his age, he'd be able to do just fine with a two-hand yeah, rod. Yeah, that's a good point. And then he'd be able to keep up throwing on. Because I know he wants to do that, yes. but the capabilities of doing it are just beyond not, at his age right He's now. not real big yet. So, I mean, just getting the, the arm muscle to be able to fire on the boat. I mean, he when we took him to the streams, when we went down to a couple yeah. of our spots, he enjoyed that a lot. And he could cast there. Because it's not that far to throw, but when you get to the bigger lakes, the bigger water, 
he's just not quite big enough yet to get launched. But yeah, you're I right. Think something like hands. that would very, yeah, that, very well. We need to get him there's, out there. Give that. I suffer the same yeah, problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's no reason why he can slap slap behind and then just boom. He he can definitely do that. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. But we're pretty excited. You. you know, now we got back from camp today, uh, unpacked, and he's like, "Dad, four days, four days." I'm like, yeah, "I know, bud." So, <laughs> and when you guys go for brookies, is this uh, lake? Is it uh, rivers or what's the I, creeks? I don't know. I think oh. it's gonna be a lake. Uh, so I, I text my buddy. He has he's real big in like old town canoes, the old fashions. And him and his mm-hmm. dad have his dad's a big fly fisherman. He's a big spinner, spinning gear guy. So we're gonna probably drag a couple of canoes somewhere. I'm guessing some real back backwater lakes is my nice. guess. But he's got he's got a camp on a river up there. So I'm excited to see the country. Yeah, it's gonna be very. It's gonna, gonna be, be beautiful, man. Yeah, it's gonna be gorgeous. I love it. I love Maine. Sweet. I wonder how here. how behind how or if they are behind it all. You know, as far as their trees being having leaves on them right. and everything, how far behind? Because that's that's pretty well north. Well, I've been thinking the same, and I'm like, what gear do I actually need? Like, how warm do we need to pack Gosh. up? I got to get in this week and look at that. And when does Canada season open? Is it June first? I don't know. I, no, be, well, no, I think Marlins. You guys are gonna be up there in a, and still in the end of May. Yeah, because Marlins been posting pictures of so they, them and Sturgeon too. So they must open up like sometime in in Atlantic in May then. So it'll be fun. Yeah. So that uh, even the going to around here a little bit. You're talking about fishing with your son and the trout. Even like, what's your tactic with the kids? You going out there just spin gear with spinners? Or are you going out yeah. there letting them bobbers and and, and power bait? Or any, any way we can get a fish <laughs> on the hook to get them interested? Uh, now, Andrew, my son, and his best friend are—they've been fishing. You know, I've been taking Andrew since he was three, and his same with his the dad of the other son, and so they're real proficient. We don't actually have to. We fish ourselves the whole time, and they're fishing themselves the whole it's time. It's beautiful. We, isn't we're it? at that point now where. We literally are fishing, and the only time you have to go help is if the, you know, I've got myself hooked or I've got a bird's nest and we need to re-rig everything back up. But they'll tie on their own. Uh, you know, they'll, they're fishing. They're, they're reading water. It's, it's, it's getting to that point where it's, it's nice. Any fly fishing with just the two of them at all? or No, well, the yet or just Andrew and here? I, but we're going to, we are talking about going up and chasing salmon later this fall. Uh, I've got a buddy who's got a place up there and it's probably the two dads and the two sons and we'll go up and meet my other buddy up north and we're going to see when they're stacking at the mouths or even chase them on the river. But you guys know I've been doing that for 20 years. So it's, it's good to, it's, we're passing on the tradition now. So it's no longer, I like doing it. It's fun to catch them, but at the end of the day, it's more fun to watch them try to catch them. And when he hooks his first and when he had them on, it was amazing, you know, his eyes are big as saucers and chasing down. And Ryan hooked us up last year, and we got into a couple good fish with him last year too. And it was, he's he's getting there. I've got a fishing partner. So, and kudos for you for taking all the kids out and you know getting them into the outdoors, getting them out in the nature. Even if it's just you know the, the camping stuff, man, it's it's awesome. To, you know, kids are starting to lose that I think with all the screens and stuff. Yeah. You know, and for you to you know. My dad did that for us and my buddies and all of us. And, man, I, I always appreciate I always try to do that for my daughter and all the kids around me, too. Yeah, and some of the <coughs> boys didn't fish, you know. And I've had them since they were Cub Scouts. So I've been doing this for 
six, seven years now. And so when they were Cub Scouts, you know, they didn't, they didn't know anything. Now they can cast. You see them catching fish. So it's, you see a little bit of progression. They like doing it. Every year when we go to camp, hours on the water. We're chasing panfish. We're chasing bass all around the lake. And, and it's, it's a lot of fun. So you, you kind of give a passion to a couple of kids that didn't know if they liked it or not, but they're now definitely addicted. Nice. Never know. Next thing, they could be waving around wands, <laughs> just like we do. <coughs> Your hippie sticks. Yeah, our damn hippie sticks. Your hippie sticks. Keep them away from Tinkara, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, Jesus yeah. hates Tinkara. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. waiting for, for it. it. Yeah. I was like, I'm just going to hold. Take it. I was like, I'm going to hold, and if nobody gets it, right before Jay goes, I'll throw it <laughs> the first in. Boom, there he goes. kid that brings a Tinkara rad's kicked out. You're out. Yeah. You're done. You're done. You're done. Out of scouts. Nope. 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 We don't do that. The perfect sticker for that. Is Jesus deal. with the finger guns? <laughs> Jesus hates Tankara. <laughs> We've actually had a buddy that's already requested one of those, so those will have to find yeah, their those way are gonna happen into the print at some point along the way. Uh, so Mark, you want to talk about our two bet flip? Yeah, too. Yeah, I had a buddy coming into town. We were supposed to go trout, the, and this is weeks in advance. You know, supposed to go trout and trout floating and uh. Well, water's good for that, huh? Yeah, our lack of water in the last, what, three weeks, pretty much. Yeah, coming up, there's nothing either. Yeah, and so we're about to go a whole month with no, pretty much no water whatsoever, except for a little bump yesterday, about 12 hours of rain. But other than that, nothing. So we, he comes in, and we went to a plan B, another couple of our friends, Torg and... uh, Adam. Adam, his buddy Adam came up, and they wanted to fish with Mark, and Mark's like, hey, why don't we do a two-boat float, and I'm all in. You know, trout ain't going to work out, and then let's do it, man. So we brought some, he brought some musky gear, and we brought our musky gear and our, our bassing gear, and ready to go. Did you guys, what, what was your, did you throw musky most of the time, or did you throw smallmouth a lot? No, pretty the much musky. musky for most of the, most of the day. Till the, till, toward the end, threw some smallmouth stuff and picked up quite a few smallmouth right at the end. Did you? Yeah. I mean, a few small ones, and then the, the one that I sent you River the picture right. of. Yeah, on them all them rock piles. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wherever the rock piles were on all the opposite banks, you know what I mean? And all the meanders. So that's pretty much what it was. But it was fun. It was it was decent float. I, I it's a was shorter it, float. It, it can be a shorter float, it seems like. Well it's interesting because there's no wind. Yeah. So I mean that's like a first for whatever we did without having wind. Um but it fished well. I mean we had overcast skies which helped. I mean, right now with all the high sun we've had, as soon as that high sun comes out, it's, it's hit or miss. I mean, we found out the opposite, but it had been, you know, before that little bit of cold front came in, the high sun was kind of hurting you, and we had overcast. And, yeah, we had, I mean, double-digit fish move throughout the day. Total, I mean, not – we had one good muskie in. That was about a 40-inch fish. Yeah, so, you know, we're – it's funny because – That was early. Yeah, I don't think – we didn't catch – did we catch any fish or was any farms prior to? No, I don't, I don't think. think so. That was pretty early in the float. We I mean, I was – Couple hours, you think? Huh? We yeah. had to. There, no, you guys, you guys, yeah, had, you guys had already uh, netted a couple bass. Yeah. Because you asked my dad and I, you're like, hey, you want to go ahead of us? And then we're like, I'm like, sure. And then my dad just fucking hody doed or something around out there and wasn't doing anything. And we were just like, da da da. I'm like, if he just said go past him and go ahead, like, what are you doing? Well, I think but, you guys got hung, and then we just kind of just yeah, kept going. Yeah, and then was, next thing you know, it's like, boom, musky. Here we go. Yeah, and all I hear is yelling. 
yelling from the other boat. I, I mean, I could hear it. I'm like, I my back. It started my, off. My back it started off in a normal. Was, my back was faster. to you, and it was faster, faster, faster. Fuck the fog faster! God damn it! <laughs> 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 I'm sitting in the southern boat. I, I I I already know what's happening, and I'm losing. And I'm like, who's it? I think somebody else was in the front of the boat. I think Justin was in the front of the boat or something. And I, I, I was my back was to you at first, and I, that's it. I think it's Torgy. I think it was Torgy. <laughs> the, the funny part is, is after all this happens, they go back, make a couple casts. I reposition the boat and like, like guys, look to the left. Sucker came over, went right to my oar. He sat right underneath the oar. Like you've got to be kidding me. I'm like, telling. Thanks. You. Appreciate it, dude. I think that he was waiting for you to ditch a fish over the boat. Could have been. I really think he was waiting for you to ditch a fish. He very well could have been. Because it was funny because I lifted the oar. They stuck the fly in. He shoved it down. He took off after the fly and then like kind of came up and was like, nah, I know what you're doing. And then whoop, he was out. It's like, peace. That would have been cool. He if you oh, he was hot. That, hit that fish came in so hot. It like was, oh, yeah, it was, it was ready to eat. Big time. I'm just happy it wasn't me getting yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just so happy it wasn't me. Yeah, that uh, can happen. We got a couple good pike then down yeah. through. Adam caught a nice smallie. I mean, everything was... That was a good one. We did find fish kind of... When we, with it warming up, they've, they've started to move off of structure. I mean, yeah, we found some on rock, but we have found a lot of fish in between, too. Like, out off of the trees. So whether, like, after light, the bait had kind of moved out or whatnot and spread a little bit, and they did too, but we were climbing them in them in-betweens. And uh, a couple good ones. Probably 16, 17, smally, all on big stuff. I mean, they were eating 8-inch Bufords and got one on like a 10-inch fly. and Yeah, turned out to be a pretty pretty good float for the most part. Yeah, it didn't. Fished well. That day. You know, a couple dead spots, but for the most part, you know, for activity throughout. And uh, that day it only took, you know, Shoot, we were probably out eight hours. Yeah, something like that. About I mean, that. Yep. Yeah, I think I was at that party by five. So. Yeah. Oh, we didn't get off till a couple hours after you did, though. Yeah, you guys slowed down. Yeah, we were a little further. Yeah, we were a couple hours behind. Oh, uh, probably about an hour and a half or so behind you. Yeah, we had to boogie down through. Had a Shane, who's been on the podcast, my cousin. Uh, he had his 40th birthday party, so we're all getting old. I'm right behind him, so. That was my birthday's tomorrow, bro. Nice. Get Happy you early get birthday. You, yeah, you, you, birthday. Gonna go, you going to catch fish tomorrow? Uh, I got to go to work tomorrow. Oh, well, that's oh, always fun. you get an 8 o'clock day, too. No, actually, I get out early on Mondays now. We do like a split shift thing now, so it's nice. What time you go in? Nine. Nine. I'm there. My whole day is shot. I could go catfishing, maybe. Oh, yeah, we had, to, you, um, we had to roll down through. Like I said, we switched it up. And What colors did you get yours on? Were you guys doing good on? <coughs> well, the only color there is in my boat. White. White and chartreuse and white. And then yeah. white and chartreuse again. Move that musky on yellow. I was, I, on I, was throwing, uh, I was throwing different uh, musky color flies as far as that went. We were throwing all kinds of different colors. I had the same thing, like a yellow head, black, little black and white in... With yellow. I saw that Sing 6 wasn't working well for you, though. You guys kept burying a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Dad did. Oh, well, yeah. Here and there. It depended. Like like you said, in some of the spots, the timber was real high up on 
you know, and but in other spots, yeah, it nice was it like was nice for that because then you were getting down. Like, were you? That's like, a, were you well, guys saw that musky. It wasn't real timbery. I mean, it was around the timber, but it wasn't. You had to yeah. get down in that spot. And there was a little bit of a drop there, and that's yeah. kind of like the tough part for like you guys is like me going down through. I know where like everything's at. Exactly. And we're changing, and I'm having them guys switch, and he's like, "Why are you, you always switch flies this much?" It's like, well. We're kind of adjusting too to hover over top of what's there because I know where like them logs are where all this stuff is, and we seldom and never got hung. So I mean that that definitely makes a difference when that water's starting to get low because you get a couple strips off and boom right in the log. Yeah, there's but definitely a that way to do fish it. is right at that log, so it's just what you got to use to make that not happen. No, even just going down through there a few more times, like you're saying and. Getting the lay of the land and you know, the tough part is is where it is where. now is not similar to where you usually are normally ever fishing at. You know, it's weird. No, I mean, every, we've got yeah. no water. This is bad. Yeah, like whenever we really bad. Whenever we floated the other day, I mean that was a night and day difference Ooh. compared to mm-hmm. our beginning of the year float on that same stretch. Yeah, we went down what four days after, and it was already a couple hundred lower. Wow. Hmm. You guys did very good, though. Mm. I mean, as far as solid day, seeing seeing big. I mean, you caught a hell of a bunch of big smallmouth. Oh, yeah. Oh man, it was a great day for smallmouth. There was a lot of fish over fourteen, fifteen inches. A couple really, really stud fish close. Up. The what was the one? Eighteen and a half was the biggest one. Mm-hmm. And then one like just brush short of it. Oh my god, though the shoulders on that one that I. All right, yeah, so, was huge, the, so the big one, so yeah. the big one that that I hooked. Okay, we come up to the spot we're getting ready to get out. You the know, one you just, lost or the one you caught? No, the one that we hit right underneath all that schmutz that was on the bank. The one before with the huge paddle. Out. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. The one that oh, we I dropped. Oh. All right, so I dropped that really, this fly. really dark fish. I so had we're, like we're gonna go. Uh, not to interrupt. We're gonna go right into Mark and Jim's float here. This is we're on right through. It's it's actually it's, was that it's, the next in line? Yeah, it's segueing perfectly. So just roll right into that. All right, so so me and Mark started floating. Um, you know, we met up. I had to do a couple things in the morning. I had some errands I had to run, so we met up kind of later in the morning, and uh, we timed it out to float a couple extra stops on our on the river that we're floating on so this is how long would you say that, that we were on the water for that day that we was probably seven. on for like just over seven hours yeah, seven hours yeah we, well, we, I mean, covered we motored, over yeah six we miles. motored through quite a bit of stuff but i mean as far as like raw distance i mean we covered some water same same stretch no oh no no i powered a lot of the other one but uh you know we started off the float we, we picked up a couple fish right out of the gate you know, okay, all right, day's great already. You know, it's beautiful out. Bluebird skies, though. I mean, there wasn't a yeah, cloud. Yeah, we didn't start till noon. Yeah, there wasn't a cloud in the sky, man. I mean, it was just, it was a high-pressure system. You could tell. There was just no clouds anywhere. Yeah, it was one of those days, like, we both had stuff going on in the morning. And I'm like, you know what, let's do this, and let's just do some scouting, because I need to see, like, you know, is there muskies, you know? Where's there holding? Is there, you know, what? So what's going to happen? Not thinking is going to be. Not to get nerdy on you, Mark, because, you know, I know this is your thing. Um, The first day that we went on that two-boat, do you remember what the Mm -hmm. moon events would have been that day? I thought there were some, like, 11. Like, when you guys first saw that muskie, I'm going to go upstairs and have to beat my dog here real quick. Yeah, Um, we did move that muskie in a mine or that. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep, it was. 
sorry, I just wondered, and and that do you remember what they were that day at all, or just I'm just trying to pick your head, Brandon, if you remembered. I don't know. No, the new moon was on Friday. That would have been a week. We might have been on the. That would have been right about the third quarter then. Because if the new moon was Friday, that was almost a week before it, but give or take, right around the third quarter. But yeah, it was a I think it was a decent moon, but we had a good early major that day. Or All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Just was wondering about the moon events. That so anyways, we were motoring oh. down the river. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we picked up some fish right out of the gate. And, uh, you know, it's already a good day. You know, we're already, you know, kind of, you know, Emotions are on a high. It's like, oh, this is going to be sweet. Like, we're already picking fish off right on, right off the rip. So the first spot that we were going to get out and, you know, take take a little bit of a break. You're throwing musky flies for these smallmouth or smallmouth flies for these smallmouth? No, smallmouth flies for these smallmouth. Okay. But uh, we get to this little, little spot where th- we're going to pull off. And there's just this little triangle that wedges up underneath this, like, tree root. And there's just shit laying all over the top of the water right at the bank. Smacked it right in front of it. Fish just, as it dropped, came out and just inhaled it. Pulled him out of it. Mark's like, no, 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 pull him out of the log. Pull him out of the log. So I get this fish up out of the, all of the, the crap that's on the bank, and we get him back. And that this was This is after, like, three casts. And I'm like, no, closer. And whack. Boom. There he is. Yeah, he was right, literally, almost on the bank. Like it, there was a couple throughout that float that I'm telling you, them fish were tight, tucked so tight underneath yeah. that structure. Well, that walleye that I, that I caught, yeah. that thing was like damn near underneath the tree root. But that one bass, like that one, you couldn't have done anything with. That one you hooked and like went right back under. That was a solid fish. That was, that was yeah. 17 and above. And that thing, that fly was a half of an inch off of this like crap pile with like a little bit of slack current. And it's just right up smack underneath it. Just throttled it. Went right back into the crap, man. Right back into the structure immediately. And then the weird part is, is we got down a little bit further, and then we ran up on a bedded fish. Yeah. Kind of like just like looked at him, and I was like, fish. And he's like, wait, it looked like he's bed. And then we kind of like looked a little bit like, yeah, he might have yeah. circled it up and just kind of kept going. Everything else was all. It was very spherical underneath where he was laying. And then for a little bit, he took over and rode for a minute. And I'm telling him, I'm like, nothing's really in any current at all then like wham i catch a fish like right smack dab in the middle of current right along the edge of a bank rip and i'm like oh, okay never mind check that <laughs> it was just like everywhere they should have been they were there yeah the pike were there the oh, pike man, were the just pike were hammering everything everything <laughs> well isn't it, isn't it nice that you when you get those days that man every you're like and that may always makes you wonder when they're not hitting or you're not seeing them like where the hell did they go? You know it's going right <laughs> well, over their head and, and they you just know, don't care. That's like when I was harping on you for a little bit there. I was like, you know, it's not like I'm trying to be like really get on you, but the difference between catching big fish and catching fish all day is that extra 18 inches in the cast there. It's getting on the other side of that log and getting right up against the bank because the little ones are outside of that log because they can't get in there. The big dude's in there blocking them. And like where you see where all them fish came out, they weren't six, eight feet out off coming or chasing. They were smashing it right in behind a structure, right up against a, whether it was a cut bank or a crap pile or a down log. I mean, that day they were literally right smack against it. If you got that fly against it right up tight, it was a big fish. You came out off of a little bit, it was a small fish. Do you yeah. think that's because of the water volume? Oh, down? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Definitely. I mean, the water's down, so I mean, yeah. they're all fighting for spots right exactly. now, and everything's exposed. And they're all, I mean, again, right, if you see a lug and you think there's a tribute of fish there, he was there, and then the little ones were out from it, and you got it right in there tight, that puppy was coming out. He was ready. And then if you got a little bit further off, then Fike was coming. Like, yeah. Look out. He's coming all the way to the boat. Yeah, that was definitely uh, just, I would say just for the, you know, for using, you know, that weight of rod and the casting distance, you know, throughout the day. Like, I learned a lot on that float. Well, the funny part is, is we started that off, you have a two-piece eight weight with like a four-and-a-half-inch chartreuse leggy boy. And I'm running straight. At the time, I thought I was running just straight 60. So I was like, here, this will kind of be like our cider, like our finding fly. Just fish with this. This at least gets the small mouth the pike. If we find the pike, let's anchor up. Let me mess around. I'm going to pull out the musky rod. So we hit a lot of them spots. We never changed that fly. We ended up landing, what, seven pike, like almost 20 smallies. By the time the day was over, there was 50 fish hooked in that thing. And we ended up going home and looking at it, and that ended up running 40 all day. Caught all them pike and had them slashing at it. And, and never, dude, and it did and not it never tear. Nicked. It yeah. did not tear it that leader nicked. up. I was going to ask, and they Straight the pike were hitting, pike written, just so you said, same exact stuff that the small It, it started off a leggy boy. It's now more like a feather changer. <laughs> the legs are all yeah, over the boat. Yeah, yeah they're, <laughs> they're gone. Like every every, like every pike, it was just yeah. obliterated. You just see legs stuck to the side of the raft yeah. after you threw the fish back. <laughs> It's literally just never changed and nothing. Just left it on. I'm like, let's just keep going. I'm like, why? What's what's the point? And chartreuse works. It works. It just, yep. And it was blazing sun all for day small mouth. Long. I mean, work for musky now and again too. Chartreuse, but you know. We put a good one in the boat on chartreuse and white this year. Yep. I love it. I think that's more just the body of water. I think places that tend to run, you know, certain certain colors, it works well in it. The only nice thing I I will say about even just in general conditions we've had is you can you can swim a fly you can get them to hit a swim fly mm-hmm. conditions aren't higher where you're having to throw a clouser get it down pop off the bottom quite as much because you can get away with you know they're there's they don't they're gonna see it and yeah, so with the raft too we're we're able to get into places that we're typically not able to because there's too much current running past it so it's kind of fun to play around in that manner but it's scary is the Looking at the forecast and where we're at now, it's like, the ends don't add up there. That ain't good. No, it's something's going to yeah. run out here soon. Yeah, it's going to be real, real. Yeah, low. we're running a shot clock right now, fellas. Mm-hmm. It really is, and that shouldn't be happening in May. No, I think we'll get that June rain though. I hope. Hopefully, this will be one where we get like the kind of summer ones. And hey, if that's what we got to deal with, I'll deal with high water all summer long. I don't care. I mean, I'm going to come back and bite that probably here later saying it, but I would rather deal with the high water than deal with no water because it is just brutal. Brutal on the fish, and it's brutal to fish for them. Happy medium. There when could be a we, happy medium. You, okay, <laughs> okay, great. Yeah, yeah, Tell me the last time we've had a happy medium <laughs> know, weather condition yeah, in Western it's, PA. It's monsoon or it's dry as shit. Yeah, I know. We don't get snow for three months, <laughs> well, and then hey. we get a foot and a half, and then it's 73 days later. It's like there's no You're being normal. conservative. It could yeah. be an 85-degree well, day. We'll be, we'll be throwing poppers for uh, Bofin if it stays like this. Yeah, that's just, oh, yeah, it is it. what it is. And I think, you know, I mean, there's going to be a time and a place for it, but it's not, it's miserable, but get up really early or go really late, and you can get some good hybrid fishing, too. Yeah. I mean, it's not going to be during the day deal, but if you want to get up at 2.33 and get a couple hours before late, it'll be well. That'd be a lot of fun too, doing that kind of stuff. Just, yeah, it's gonna. Have, things will change. So everything will you start adapt. tonight. 
It yeah. is what it is. You adapt, and you know, unfortunately, you move off of muskies or you drive further, further north, but there's always something else. The smallmouth will always eat. Walking weight will be great for smallmouth if that's the case. Blessed oh, where man. We're at. I mean, there's, there's the always an option if at. you adapt. It's yeah. just, it makes it tougher. Longer leader, smaller yeah. flies. And there's a season for everything, man. It's just how you transition and roll with the punches. We're still okay on water temp, all things considered. Yeah. I mean, some places, depending on what we're running, I mean, it, it did peak there before this last cold drop at about 67, 68, and then it brought it back down to in the 60, because there is low water, so it's heating it up quick, but it also dropped it quick. But yeah, I've, even I've the been enjoying the cool days, though. The cool days have they've been okay. Yeah, this, this week's going to be a little bit warmer. Mid-upper 70s, yeah. going to 80. Here she comes. Yeah, here it comes. Here she comes, humid as hell. Yeah, we had a cold snap there middle of the week there. Then that was that day. It was only a high of like 60 that day. Yeah, Mark's like, I really wish I had wore another coat. <laughs> like for the first half of the float, he's like, I wish I had brought another coat. And then it, it started to warm up a little bit, you know, as we got in later into the afternoon. But I'm happy you had the bibs that day. Oh, yeah. Oh, I bet. Yeah, we'll get to, well, well we can get to it <clears throat> a little bit later, but. I made a terrible mistake, and the day after we took our two-boat float, none of us were waiters, right? We're all, you know, the water wasn't too, too bad. Well, I went waiting somewhere else the next day, and holy shit, I couldn't even stand in the water without it, like, feeling like <laughs> I didn't wear waiters, dude. Everybody else wore waiters. I'm like, you don't wear waiters? I'm like, no, we'll be, no. Fi- I'll be fine. I get in the water for about, it couldn't have been literally five Five seconds. And, I mean, it feels like, like pins needles. and needles in my legs. And I'm like, oh, this is awful. I can't do this. This sucks. Go ahead and fish. I'm good, man. I'm going to stand here on a bank. You should have brought your waders just in case. I should have. I was very – I was extremely hungover and uh, barely made the ride, car ride down without puking out the window. So, yeah. I, I just – you know, at that point, I was like, "I'm over here. I'm gonna, sit, I'm going gonna stand here. I'm gonna stand on here. Rock. I'm gonna stand here on the yeah. bank." Who's the little baby on a rock over there? Jace is over there, you know, and him and uh, my my good buddy out there, and just. I'm like, man, my head's pounding right now, buddy. They get any fish? Um, yeah, he caught uh, a very sm- very small hybrid, which and it wasn't a white bass. It was a hybrid for sure. It had a very. Yeah, a lot longer, more torpedo-shaped body, not as pan fishy. And he he even showed me, held it up. You know, I was across the river, you know, sitting on the bank, uh, in the fetal position. And uh, so yeah, but he showed it to me, and I, I said, yeah, it's definitely a hybrid. And then he caught a few nice smallmouth and decent smallmouth, but nothing, nothing major. Even uh, I mean that float we, my dad caught that bigger smallmouth, so he didn't, Justin didn't get a bigger fish that day either. So. You know, How big was that fish your dad got on a, that two boat? Uh, yeah, it was probably, I'd say 16. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Do you think the Decent. little one was a fresh stocker? Um, I don't think they stock, so I don't know. Weird I'm not to sure. Have a little one if they're not supposed to be reducing. It should, it, I, I don't know. They're getting there somehow. Yeah, yeah. they're getting there somehow. That's what I was, I was just, uh, You know what? Birds are how, it's, how I'm happy there. to see it. Yeah. Because was, next year it means that fish might be a little bit bigger, yeah. maybe a little bit bigger, and then maybe it'll well, be a monster. There's nothing to be said that they can't be coming from down the top. <clears throat> right. Yeah. I was just. Yeah, they can go through. Where's it coming from if it's small? Yeah, they can come They can down go through. But at least we've heard on this podcast. You guys interviewed guys that they go through, right? 
think Schwab. I wasn't there that day. Who were we talking? I don't remember. The guy from the uh, what's it called? The Chad had on the the damn thing. You you were yelling at him. Oh yeah, I don't remember much. Army It's been like forty-five years ago. Hey, I, I, I wasn't even there, and I can remember. Yeah, yeah, the Army Corps. Yeah, oh. yeah. you're yeah, talking about the podcast with Jerry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, re- I don't remember much. Like that's a long way back. Yeah, I did. There was a lot of whiskey ago, bud. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, I'm just throwing it out there. Or yeah, that was that was the <laughs> Army Corps show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a bad one. But a good time. It was a good time. Him being around. I enjoyed it. Either which way. <laughs> oh, I mean. <coughs> I, mean, I having, never having, have gotten having Justin more in town. response back from any other show than I did that one. <laughs> oh, like literally, like the next like two, three days, my phone didn't stop. I, th- I remember it was like over 30 messages I got. I'm like, this is insane. I've never gotten like maybe like three or four after any podcast. Like all of a sudden that one was like, boom. <laughs> well, that's because, you showed so, that's because you showed some emotion, Mark. You're you're not you know oh, you're not Captain Emotion over there. Oh, on that one, you, you sure opened did. up on him. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, on that m- m- note, before Mark opens up on the rest of us, um, <laughs> we're gonna take a little break, uh, and we'll be back with uh, Mark's guided trip, some catfish adventures, and a few more floats. Hey, we're coming back with Mark's guide trip. Um, Mark's gonna tell us more about that because that's all I know. Yeah, well, the most recent one here, uh, Friday. It's a fun one. Guy showed up with a new miser. So for those not familiar, two-hand rod. And we said, or if we talked to Bob a little bit about it, and Dan at Muskyfull had got a bunch of them in. So we called Bob, talked to him, kind of gave him like an idea as to where he should be. He knew I two-hand and was like, you know, I kind of want to get into this, and I want to reduce the fatigue. He's like, because after last day with you single hand, he's like, I could definitely feel it. So he goes, I want to try this a little bit. He goes, bear with me today, work with me on it. He goes, and just, we'll see what we can do. So ended up spending the whole day, never picked up the single-hand rod other than one split second when we had a big old smallie chase out of fly. He had an eight weight he brought with him. He's like, I just want to keep this in the boat. He brought that. So I reached back, grab it, grab the fly, first cast, that smallie whaled it. So I'm like, all right, nice to have that just for that little one instance. But that worked. That was a good fish. That was like a 17. So we put a 500 Cortland Sink 4 on it, ran that all day. And I've casted quite a few rods over the last 10, 12 years. I've never picked up a rod like this thing. I mean, it is the probably the <coughs> best crafted rod I've ever seen. It is just, it's unbelievable. And for the how thin of a diameter rod, it's a 9 foot 9 three piece. Really, like I couldn't believe how thin of a diameter rod it is for that size. In comparison to, like, the two-handers, you know, I'm used to using and seeing. The feel in this rod is, like, just – it's it's unbelievable. It is – if you're looking to get something that, like – yeah, it's going to take – it's a learning curve. You've got to figure out how to do it if you want to do it right. If you want to learn how to, like – it's kind of like a D-loop almost. You can water load with it, or you can aerial cast it. It is a, – it's a big-time anti-fatigue <coughs> reducer. So, and even, like, we worked a lot of sections. He got figured out how to get it down in – yeah, we were pumping out of trees from time to time. What? Uh, but you. What size flies would it throw? Everything. Everything like big two, big double uh, Buford's and oh all that yeah. kind of stuff. It comes with two tips, so you have one that's okay. a little bit faster. You have one that's a little bit deeper. This hmm. was a nine ten. Realistically, you're good up. I mean, you're good up in there like sixteen, eighteen inch with it. He's got a ten eleven that's for the bigger stuff. But I mean, we were throwing singles and doubles with it, no problem. Nine ten, twelve inch stuff. 
We weren't throwing anything bigger than that, but had no issues. Working short stuff close in, working long. I mean, it was – thing fished well. We did hook up on a muskie. They kind of uh, – we had a cold front come through, dropped the temperatures on us about mm, six, seven degrees. Seemed like the fish pushed right back to structure. We were right back on wood there, and everything was small as pike. We did hook up on one smaller muskie, uh, right just like – it was one of them ones where as soon as it hit the water, one strip, it was right behind a log and just came out and just smoked it. And that fish ended up popping off. But landed a few good pike, landed a couple real nice smallmouth. All in all, it was, it was a fun day. I mean, we got to work with that rod quite a bit and play around and learn. And definitely at the end of the day, I mean, he's still beat at the end of the day. But he goes, I feel a lot better today. He goes, in my shoulders and my elbows than I did. I mean, that's a, that's a nice piece of equipment. They're pricey. They're 980 retail. I mean, you're really paying for one. But, poof. I think that's the future of the musky game if you look at it right there. What real deep pair with that pair with it? Do you know? Do you well, I just threw my Cabela's big 12 weight reel, mm -hmm. which that was the first reel I ever got for musky fishing. I still have it, and the thing still works fine. And that's what I run in my 500 um, sink four and eight on. We threw that on, and that's a bigger reel. It's, I don't know, like a four and a half reel inch, but it's on weighted that, it perfect. It was on great. the rod that he was using, what, was, what did he have on there? That was I put that reel on it. Oh, he didn't okay. have a line in oh, for okay. it yet, and I had three five hundred grains, and that's oh, what okay. the guy Rick Bob recommended on the rod was five hundred. So, so oh wow, pair it up with something. Let's try it, and we ran that because it just it it fished well. We just we changed the flies based off of where we needed to get you know different you know depth and where you know different structure was, but the sink four five hundred just fished perfect all day on it. And you fished with uh, this fellow before? Yeah, this is the second time with him. Oh, cool. He was out about a month before. And one still giving her hell. But, yeah, got some fish. It was a good day. It was a fun float. Couple of we them. were supposed to have weather. Turned out that the weather we had was just a wind right in my face. It took 12 hours to go four miles. Oh, yeah, it was every inch of what we had. I had to row. I had to row all of it and then most of it twice. How was the shoulders <laughs> next day? You know what? <laughs> they actually felt fine. What really hurt was my lower back. Mm. You ever think about just throwing a trolling motor on the ass end of that? Yeah, there? but then there's it's a bigger you, pain. Yeah, I mean, then you got to carry a battery, and then you got more weight, and it's just yeah. That's why I've never thrown one on yeah. mine. It would be nice, but for something I, I like really, that, yeah. I mean, but you're only pushing at that point. We didn't push at all. We fished every single inch of it. So I mean, it's a couple of times were real through. thick, man. Yeah, they were good yeah, fish. Real yeah, nice. They were a little yeah. bit on the bigger side. That was yeah. nice. Yeah, and they just. We had one eat. It was sick. It was coming out over top of this log, and it, um, it was, I think we were, yeah, we were running to Buford, so it, like, went right up over top, and this fish just comes straight up, hammers it, complete porpoises up out of the water, and, like, glides, and then, poof, hammers down. It was a sick eat. We had a couple that day that you were out that were really, really good eats. That one, the, the chunkiest pike of them all. Mark was like, there's got to be a muskie in here. He's like, this just looks too fishy. He goes, we haven't caught anything yet. There's got to be something big in this pool. And then shortly after that, little plump pike came out from underneath the log, just torched a fly. Gotta love them. I love, gotta love, I love you pike, know, man. I love I, all e-socks. I just love that eat, man. I'm surprised oh, today. Vicious. Surprised? None. None. Not a pike. Hmm. Fish pretty hard through that section, too. It's kind of mad. They're everywhere through there. So, yeah. dude, we hooked into so many hammer handle fish. 
Like little, little, I'm talking the definition of a hammer handle. Like pick up your framing hammer. That's the fish. Hey. Dink. Gotta come from somewhere, right? I still love them all, though. Oh, yeah. As long as they're eating. Finger rippers. Uh, any other uh, trips coming up anytime soon, or are you just mm-hmm. going to be at the Vice? No. Well, i got to be at the Vice for about another. I don't know. I'm a, little, a lot of flies, but uh, I've got three or four trips coming up here. A little over a week starting. So, yeah, I'll be on the Vice for probably a week straight trying to get caught up what I can. Then, yeah, I'll be back out in a bit. Hopefully we can get through oh, this yeah. heat wave. That's what I really like to see. It's, I mean, it's blazing sun every day. And if I can help it, I'd really not like to guide in that if I can, unless it's smallmouth. Yeah. If we're going for musky right now, I'd really like to see if we can get a weather shift and ski, run that ski day. Ski trips, though? Uh, no, I got a couple smallmouth and then a couple skis. Oh, cool. So a little bit of both. Hell yeah. Yep, yep. Well, Jim, do you want to talk about some catfish adventures? I see since summer's ramping or fall or blah, 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 spring is moving into summer and you can't seem to shoot a gobbler. You've started to um, move on and transition into uh, catfishing. Dig. Yeah, I would say that is 100% a dig. Where's your turkey, Dick? I never went out the same place yours is, but I got a lot more exactly. fucking. I got a lot yeah. more fucking sleep than you got. Yeah, I, I bet I got up at three a.m. this morning and went all the way up into uh, my Geauga spot one more time. Oh, did you? I did, and I heard one head, and I was really, really mad because by the time it was all said and over with, I mean, I you know, I I didn't hunt all day. I can hunt all day now, and that today was the last day to hunt up in that zone. So I could have hunted all day, had too much going on this afternoon, so. I uh I opted to you know hunted till eleven thirty and back to the truck went and had breakfast with my dad and then uh drove on home. Yeah, you didn't even let did didn't have did your was your dad right next to you? Did he stay with you? Yeah, during he the hunt? with me in the blind. Well, we hunted in the blind this morning. And you let him call, right? Sometimes you, we've talked Sometimes. about it, but you let him call because did he already get a bird? No, he didn't get a bird yet either. Oh, man. No, no. Our other buddy that we hunt with on the property, he did get a bird out of there. So, I mean, at least somebody got something out of there. I mean, I know the one that, you know, I had my stroke of bad luck with that we've talked about on prior episode. Yeah, you've shot 17 times, and this thing was like, he was like, it's like fucking T-1000. Yeah. It was the Terminator of fucking (laughs) turkeys. It was the T-1000 of turkeys. I dumped my gun one time. It wasn't 17 (laughs) shells. It just kept running at you or away from you. Dude, I just kept watching feathers rip off the back. Dude, I watched (laughs) feathers rip off the back of the nape of this turkey's neck at least on two of the three shots. The third one, I'll give it. The third one was a Hell Mary, just because I knew I hit him with the first two, I had to lob one more at him. He was like 50 yards <laughs> through the woods. This thing, this thing, this thing, man, I just think I'm watching this turkey, and my head, this turkey is just going backwards, and these, these, these shotgun dudes are just flying. The all first, it's like the first thing. shot, <laughs> the first shot, man, I rolled him. Oh, Jesus Christ. This was the, uh, oh, what's, what's, uh, what's, what's his name in the movie? Keanu Reeves. Yeah, yeah the well, Matrix yeah, style yeah, turkey. Yeah. What's, what's his name? And Neo. This Neo. is the Neo of turkeys. I would say I was the uh, It's Always Sunny of Philadelphia of Hunters that day. So anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> so, but, uh, so, that turkey, he got away, and it's just been quiet ever since. Every day I get off, it's like I get a hit or miss day here or there. Man, I had a, I had a, I had a good bad spot, didn't I? I, I touched on some. 
Man, I hit some feelings over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Keep going. I like your turkey rant. This is like Jim's... Uh, You're going to miss a 160-inch deer this fall. He's like, I get enough <laughs> shit about my cast, and don't you yeah. dare get yeah, on my... Don't you <laughs> dare get on my hunting <laughs> shit. You stay in your lane, oh, no, sir. This is, this, is, uh, this is fly fishing only. <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll see. I mean, I, I, we'll, we'll see who shoots the bow. You know, I, I'm going to shoot a bow this year at deer. I can't wait. When when does when's 3D start up? Yeah, we, we're not 3D shoot. It's uh, it, uh, it shoot. It's in like January. It's a quite a ways away. Oh, but it'll be here quick. They don't, don't worry. Any, they don't have a summer league or anything. Well, oh, I they mean, have all kinds time. of them, but it's it's, 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 it's yeah, too busy. Right. That's like yeah, the, right. that's Stu- like when nothing's happening on Tuesdays, and it is a lot of fun. Uh, I can't wait for you to be on the team. You're the one that you're the guy who's in. So, so we got Go derailed ahead. here. Um, we yeah. went from catfishing all the way over to turkeys well i wanted to get on you about the turkeys and and you transitioning to catfishing instead of turkey hunting all right so i'll i'll just sum it up as um i've had a very very bad turkey season it it had it had its it's had its moments you know but it's been so quiet and i've heard from everybody else that it's just been quiet in the woods i mean all my friends that also turkey hunt and everything that you're usually getting birds every other year i mean nobody's gotten anything jace and jace is a was an avid turkey hunter for years. Guy gobbled with no thing on this, or you know, tur- or no, um, better than everybody else could. Uh, but he said that he thinks turkey are there's so many turkey now. He thinks turkey aren't being as boisterous as they used to be. He said he's the last few years that he's been out in the woods. They'll come in, won't call back with him, won't you know? I mean, won't no, and he can fucking call for real. And th- I mean, no, I'm, I'm sure oh, you can yeah. too. Uh, but I mean, I knew this dude. I, I I've been out there with him. He's called me in birds. He just said the birds are just quiet nowadays. He said there's just so many birds that they just hell with it. Don't don't you know? Don't make yourself present. They don't need to. Yeah. I think my issue that I'm having over in Ohio, and a lot of it, people that I'm th- I've been talking to, they kind of feel the same. Is we have been running the double spring bird for a while over there. So I mean, that could play a factor over it. You know, one bird in the fall, two in the spring. I mean, if you can shoot three birds and tag out, which I'm sure there's guys over there that do it every single year. I mean, that puts a dent in them pretty quick. Plus, you know, you got predation and all the other stuff like we've oh, touched sure. on before. But, uh, so yeah, wrapping up with turkeys and going into flatheads. You know, more fun, fun stuff. So, I really love catching giant flathead catfish on spin gear. And it's getting to the point of the year where the water temps are starting to warm up and it's time to go out and get some bait fish and go sit out at nighttime and hang out, you know, listen to some rods and listen to the drags go. And You don't listen to like Wu Tang clan? No nah, man, I don't you know, to be honest with you, I don't really listen to music when I'm out there. Okay. I mean, it depends. I mean, I get. I'm coming with you. Again. We're gonna listen to Wu Tang Clan. That's fine. If you want to come out flathead catfishing and listen to Wu Tang Clan, we'll make a YouTube video. Okay, out of it. sounds great. I know a 13 year old has already asked me when we're going. Listen, and the reason that I am even going out and doing all this pre scouting right now is because of your you, sir. We're gonna get to you here in a second. Hell yeah! So the minute I get a, the first like 15 to 20 pound cat. It's go time. All right, deal. It's go time. Deal. He's already so. been asking me. We uh, we did a trade last fall, uh, tied up some salmon flies in, in for a catfishing trip, and he's been asking ever since. Yeah, so I needed some last-minute meth a, flies. He wants a flathead in the worst way. Oh, we'll get him one. Yeah, we'll get him one. No worries. First first take, he's going at it. Outstanding. But uh, I went out one night, and uh, I got a 
you know, I didn't weigh it, but it was probably like a 10 to an 11 pound fish. I mean, it wasn't nothing crazy. And then uh, went again last night, and I got a really, really, really small one. It was like a three or four pound fish. He just completely inhaled the bait. I ended up just snipping him off. But um, you know, it's starting to warm up a little bit, and like I said, once we get that that first 15 to 20 pound fish, then it's go time. Awesome. Then it's go time. So you know, what are you after? 50 pound fish? Are you? I after put a, anything over 20. I put a fish on the bank last year that bottomed out a 50 pound scale pennsylvania just got a brand new uh state record for a flathead catfish in the dirty or is this over in ohio no this is pennsylvania okay pennsylvania over the you know the last week or so they just got a new state record flathead it was 66 pounds out of the susquehanna wow so the fish that i caught last year out of our local river bottomed out a 50 pound scale like right now Oh, there's bigger than 60s. I, gra- I, I, listen, I bet I, you. I've been out on Ohio, you know, bodies yeah. of water. There is definitely. And I've, listen, yeah. I've seen. What's the record over there? I think 78, I, 78 point something. Yeah. Well, do they count the Ohio River fish in, in yeah. the Ohio it's, state? Okay, because yeah. I was going to say. Ohio. Well, I mean. Well, I mean, Kentucky they can, and stuff. You know, I they mean, can you also can, count yeah. the, like the Ganey here then and all that stuff. I mean, well, like yeah, the lower does. parts of it. Yeah, as long as it's in the state. Okay. But, uh. That fish last year, I've I've seen sixty and seventy pound fish out of Ohio waters, and I grabbed that fish last year, and I went, "This fish is sixty pounds." Like I knew it, I knew it in my head. Like if they're smiling, they're forty. Like if you look at them whenever they're coming at you head on in the water, and you could see a perfect smile, that fish is forty pounds. And usually you're pretty you're pretty close. You're within a couple pounds. But that fish, when I, as soon as I grabbed onto him, I mean, his bottom jaw was like grabbing on to it like a two inch piece of PVC pipe. <laughs> yeah, man. Like that's it what was I'm talking just about. Huge. Oh yeah. And you know, I mean, you grab onto him and that first initial grab, I I don't wear a glove when I grab him just because I mean, it's not that bad. Honestly, the bigger fish, the those pads they wear down. You don't gotta worry about getting tore up by a bigger fish. It's the smaller fish that'll rip you up. But when you grab on that first initial snatch and grab, that head shake I've held on to quite a few big flatheads like that. That fish, he wanted to rip my arm out of the socket whenever I grabbed onto that jaw. Yes, please. Yeah. Oh, it, yeah, it that's a good fun time. time. I am so happy that that fish came on a mono rod. If that fish would have came on a braid rod, that would have been a different <laughs> ball game altogether. Like max drag with braid, at least we had a little bit of bounce with the, with the mono, and uh, that actually that made that fish a little bit easier to catch, definitely, because there's a lot of structure around. I... On a braided rod, that that would have been a risky scenario because that fish would have ran and just kept going on a braid rod. So we lost a little bit of content there, but um, I'm not going to rant about what I stupidly should didn't rant. About, but so, what's the difference for you with your like with a braid, and why will you run braid sometimes? And what what's the difference between you running braid and mono? So the biggest reason I like running the braid is it does it pairs well with a bait feeder reel. So whenever, you know, you're pulling the line out, it just, it goes through that secondary drag really nice having braid. You can do it with mono, but you do get a little bit better of a run with the braid. Yeah, but crap, how much more braid can you put on than you could mono? Like five times the amount. You know, so you're my, a 60-pound mono? Well, on my cat rods, I do back them with mono. So, I mean, I do put a little bit of backing on it. I do put a base layer of 15-pound How many mono yards on it. does, like, let's say, like, them, them reels? Like, them big spools? You say 50 or 15? Huh? 15. I'll back 15. it with 15. Okay. Yeah, I just want something on there just so that, that braid's not biting into my bell on my reel. Sure. 
But uh, shit, on those ones, I think you could fit, depending on diameter, I think up to like 280 yards of line on there. Wow. So, I mean, you can you can fill a Have you ever up. thought now, like with seeing the fly reels, put backing on them? Mm-hmm. Well, that, that would, so was that six and one half dozen? The other yeah, pretty mono? much. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of backing that goes on there. Probably I mean, a lot cheaper to put mono on than it is to put back oh, on Oh, yeah. Like, and you know what, to be honest with you, with that much line capacity on that spool, you're never going to probably get to that. But no, like that I fish said, isn't taken. Like I said, the only reason I really I really do the backing with the mono is just so the braid doesn't tear the bells of my reels up. Because, I mean, braid is just harsh on anything, aluminum especially. with Your hands? I, I remember. I have cut myself to the bone a couple times setting the hook on a fish. I had my finger on the line. Yes. I don't do that no more, hence why I got bait feeders. So, don't have to do that no more. The reel does it for me. Yeah. Yeah, I remember years ago, a couple of Daiwas that had, like, the plastic levers on them, mm-hmm. and the braid actually had wore grooves into them, and, like, it would catch and hang, and it was... Oh, man, Ruined dude. them. Even on rods alone, man, depending on what kind of, uh, you know, uh, material your eyelets are made out of, I mean, unless you have, like, ceramic or anything, it's just going to tear a regular, you know, just aluminum guide up, you know, just a metal one. It's going to just... Over time, you'll have grooves, like and then fly lines do the same thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Right. The tungsten in them, yeah. If they're yeah, they're tungsten, and anything harder than what oh, the eyelet's made of. I was talking about that reel earlier, the one that I've had from the beginning. That's completely grooved and wore out. I mean, that's just tell you it, it cuts through over time. Yeah, yeah. I was just 11, wondering, like my eleven weights tore up, you know, pretty so good. So, what too. do you prefer? You prefer the when you're running your, you know, what do you what do you prefer? It, you know, it's case by case, man. If I'm fishing, you know, heavy structure, I want mono. I want a mono for the bounce. I want mono for the abrasion resistance. Because here's the thing. If you're running braid, it, braid is fine in open water. That's half the reason why I got braid on my reels is because whenever you're fishing a lake, you have open water. But if you're fishing a river, mono is probably your better bet. Because here's the thing. You run over a rock, you hit a, you know, a piece of metal or something because, you know, let's be frank. You know, <laughs> yeah. We oh, have I, a we have a lot of steel oh, in our waterways. Yeah, I have a, I I have a story about some of it today. And uh, so I mean, you touch any of that with braid, it's over. It's over. At least with the with the heavier mono, at least you have a little bit of rolling to it. I mean, you have that abrasion resistance. At least you have a shot. Hmm. So if I'm fishing heavy structure, I got a mono rod for that. If I'm fishing open water stretches, we're running braid and bait feeders. And you uh, you said you prefer uh, what's your bait of preference? A bullhead as big as we can find one. I got one for you. I was just saying, um, we have a honey hole in, in one of our lakes that we've been, since we started picking up cats, and we've been chasing channels at night, which is a good time. I found a little spot where we catch a lot of good bullhead, too. Keep them all. Yep. Keep them yep. all. Put them all in a bucket. Let, I'll pay you a dollar get, a pop. We get care. Put up, them in a bucket. We get lined up for this trip. You're going to have a bunch of bullheads. We'll go out a couple nights before. And yeah, I want to go them. on this trip. Come on. This has to be an SVS. Come on. Light catfishing experience. Andrew loves fly tying. I got a rod for him. He'd love it, man. Oh, yeah. Well, Janie's a designated driver home. But other than that, as long as Mark comes to drive my ass home, we're we're all in. I'll put it to you this way. If we want to run max setups, I have nine total combos that we can run. Sweet. Like I was saying before, I have one that I think you'll like. We'll see it upstairs. It's got some heavy-ass mono on it. It's made for catfishing. In the Ohio River, or some giant catfish places. 
which I never do, but I bought it when I Mon lived in Ohio. Is probably 20 years old by now. Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. it's absolutely. <laughs> it's dry no, rot. It's cracking. <laughs> Comes uh, off in a complete spiral. Uh, at least 15 years. <laughs> at least 15. <laughs> yeah. We could we could respool the setup though. I would. That's yeah. not that's not a problem. If, I can, if it's been over like a I year can, or two, yes, I can respool. Probably a good I can idea. Respool the setup, but I think the setup's adequate for what we'll be doing. I but think yeah, I like it. Yeah, let's go. I mean, I I, you know, Derek promised me, you know, a bunch of flies back in the fall for salmon, and they paid off too. You oh yeah, I that. hammered fish with yeah. those flies, so that was the exchange. I got a. I gotta put him on a flatty. Orange crystal meth was deadly. Oh, the burned orange crystal meth. I roasted fish. Jeez. The one guy across the hole from me up there in New York, he called me Tommy Hot Hands. <laughs> Tommy Hot <laughs> Hands. <laughs> He's like, we got Tommy Hot Hands over yeah. here catching Did, all the fish. Didn't have anything to do with the ten car or rod. <laughs> you never know what happens in the bushes, buddy. <laughs> He's burning holes in my waders. And this He's is why Jesus hates ten cara, folks. Yep. <laughs> Forces you to sin. <laughs> sinners. You bunch of sinners. Oh, those ten cara sinners. New sticker. Ten cara sinners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have a Bud Light sticker with it on it. Forces you to sin. Yeah, I've got one of them little practice casting rods in the basement. Oh. It's just sitting there now. I'm going to repurpose that handle into something else, and that's going to be the trout set trophy. <laughs> trout Last set. person to trout set in my boat <laughs> is going to get that for the trophy. Yeah. I'll probably be the first gotta one. Take a picture it. holding yeah. it back at the at the outtake. Yeah. Yep. Well, yep. it's going to sit in the, the back. Trophy. Someone's going to get in the truck and look in the back and like, what is this? And it's going, you're going to have a lot of explaining to do. Like, oh, yeah. The the trophy would be sitting in New York right now. <clears throat> yeah. No, Jim would have reclaimed it. Oh, you would have reclaimed it. It, it would wasn't be that back. bad, man. <laughs> it no, was no, not it wasn't. that bad. It wasn't that bad. You, call, you, call you call only farmed 20-plus fish. <laughs> what? Uh-oh. We hooked it over 50 what? fish. Yeah, so I landed Listen. one. I fished for, oh, I don't know, maybe like... 55 yards. <laughs> he goes, it wasn't that bad. No, I mean, 45% is okay. Uh-oh. I'm still over 50 in my book. <laughs> All one, the ones you lost were small? I'll put it to you this way. I, I no, got he lost. Uh, most of them were, but he lost. The one that he did lose wasn't his fault. That one, I mean, he literally hooked it in like a current spot and a fish. Just, as soon as it ate, it was right back in before you could do nothing. We got to see the whole side of it and like, I figured it snagged a fly and it got that deep. Uh, but that one at the end was a, that was a doozy. Yeah, that was a, I'll take that one happen. on the chin. I'll take it on the chin. But no, it, all in all, did well. Did very well. I just like to pick on you. I know you got I it love the urban fly company coaching. You know, it makes me better. I like... <laughs> Tell you what, for how far you've came in the last... Boy, oh, year? sure. A little over a year. Man, yeah. you, it wasn't that long ago. It's like the first time you picked up a fly rod. And I remember at the end of that float, you're like, I can't move my hands. Yeah, it I can't so hold the rod bad. anymore, Mark. He's I want to like, keep going, but I can't hold on to your rod anymore, bro. I'm going to throw this bitch And then in the literally, river. right then, I took the rod out of his hands. Mark's rod didn't even that big. It was so funny, too. I ripped. The, I took the rod out of his hands. I said, all right, well, right before we go, I just want to show you what this rod is capable of doing. Ripped all the line off, made one cast, and he's like, Fuck you, Mark. Fuck you, Mark. I've got a long way to go. <laughs> like he just bombed a, like a ninety foot cast out of the raft, and I'm just like, man, that was just 
It was humbling. I'll put it to you that way. Uh, and I was like you this. Know. I was like, I know the way you are and the way you're going out. You're capable of doing it. So I was like, just keep at it. I pick, like I, it's, yeah, I pick up more and, and more every time I go. Even like the other day, it's like, come on. I know you got that in there. Get that cast in there. Get it past that log. Get it in where it is. And then it's like, all right, then. Kinda it's like, like getting, getting co- it's like bit. getting coached through muscle failure when I'm rowing. Oh, d- the same thing. I I was just gonna say that. Uh, I today I felt the same way with rowing. I'll put it to guys. you this way. You know, it's like after mine and Mark's float. Man, it's like uh, rowing. I mean, rowing for like you and I. I mean, and it has been for quite a while now. It's just it's effortless. You don't think about it, and you put somebody else into that situation. And like for me, I'm I'm. If I feel half a gust of wind behind my back, I already know what I'm going to do with the boat with that gust of wind to keep myself where I'm at and not have to do too much. Where, oh, if I hear man, it in the trees, I'm yeah, already exactly. starting I to get, get my arms yeah. moving. And I already, we're I, sitting there or waiting. I'll angle the boat a little mm-hmm. differently, you know, because you can angle your boat a little differently to cut the wind and let, let it push you where kind of how you need it to. And there's just little things in the crab walking, especially in – Water like we're we're like we're working now with low water with a bunch of stagnant water with frog water. You have to do a lot of crab walking because you don't want to back row yeah. because now you're losing. You're just basically back rowing over what you just fished. So by crab walking, you can and angling your boat, you can you can gain actually the same amount. Like you can move forward just while going sideways. Yeah, and almost if you angle if you angle oh, if you downstream, angle, it, yeah. angle downstream at like a little bit of an angle, you'll actually make, gain yourself downstream just a tiny bit. With and you don't have to, and you're still you're not you're not moving too far. You know what I mean? Like where you know sometimes you you can get pushed in, you have to move out, and then you have to fucking restart, re-put yourself, move forward. Especially in frog water. It's with, with the crab it's, yeah, walk, you can kind of fight it as you go and kind of make everything work as if it is just current, working to your favor. Well, what I like about it, too, is if, like when you start <clears throat> getting them wind gusts, you can go ahead and like move yourself out a little bit, reposition it right back in so that when it hits you, you just go, you're already back rowing into the wind. So you're essentially just sitting there, and you're not having to make near the amount of motions. So then you're already got your back away to it a little bit, and then as soon as they're getting ready to cast again, you just, boom, stick that moors, make a quick little movement, let them make their cast, roll your arms right back out, and just keep going. and let them Because like once you do that and that fly hits the water, you make that turn, it straightens his line right back out. So his first strip, he's already got that line tight, and then you're just making slow motions. Got to stay on them oars all the are, time. Those are things that, like, and the, uh, people that I, I did the same thing today, like, not rowing or rowing while people are casting to not, okay, if I move now, what I want to do, and I could save it for a few seconds, I'm going to drag your fly out, and you're not going to, you're basically just going to, you're not going to gain any depth, you're not going to get any fish. So by not rowing, letting that guy gain his depth and waiting to row just two seconds later, a few seconds later after he at least gets, you know, in smallmouth fishing on the bank, strip, 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 out into, you know, close enough, you're not, we're not, fishing right underneath the boat and fucking figure eight and <clears throat> pull your fly, you know, get ready for your next cast, and I can move then. Yeah. Like you were just saying. That's that's things that, you know, people, man, those are like the little things that I, I see that, you know, when I'm fishing, I'm like, man, I wish that guy was me or Mark. <laughs> and I hate to be ignorant about it, you know, but, uh, man, it is it is nice to have somebody that just every cast, you're right in the right positions, you, you know, and you're in the right spots. My rowing lessons have taught me that I need to work out for the next like month with a 45 in my right hand and a 35 in my left. 
raise it's it. It's all too in in learning it correctly. Yes. One, the same with the casting. You know, you mean if you start off casting, everything hurts because you're not doing anything right. Then once you start getting that cast right, and it's like you can go all day and you know and not be overly <laughs> fatigued, and you're still gonna be still a ten weight and a big fly. But sure. Same with that. I mean, once you you start building that structure, but you also start making the correct motions with it, and when you don't, when you're not always trying to overcompensate for everything you do, My you can do a lot less. I can, I can make a few moves. Usually, and if I have the right current or the right anything, I just stick the oars. With my oars don't float, so I'll stick them underneath my legs, and they'll hang up high a little bit. But I can, or just stick them anywhere. You know, put them somewhere where the you know, lock them up. And we can just ride. I can stick them underneath there, ride, do what I'm doing, hang out. You know, roll on whatever got to do, drink a beer, hang out, do my stuff. Okay, we're moving a little bit. Boom, boom, two back rows with this, or a little touch even in the current with this one. Okay, we're right back where we need to be, and I like my I like riding uh, in current. I'd rather ride with the current. I don't want to cause too much drag to the fly, and I don't want to move too much or too fast because I don't want to cause the fly to be behind the boat at all either. You know, I want to be dragging flies, and I don't want flies to be getting drug underneath. I, I don't know. I just always like my fly to swim. Along with the boat. If, I, if there's that much current and I want a guy going down far enough away that the current is pulling his fly, and I want a guy in the back of the boat going far enough in that the current is pulling his fly directly down, if that makes sense. I don't want him doing what you're saying because mm. then you get a belly in the line or then you get slack in the line and then you're screwed. So you have one guy bringing it right down, right off the shelf, comes right from the bank, right off the first shelf, boom, right in your face. I'm assuming we're I mean, it's, it's talking musky. And, no, I, I'm just talking, I'm talking more bassing. But that would be even 10 times more important than what you're talking about, because then you're putting them in a position to where they're not going to be able to get the fish because there's a slack in, and then they come up and eat and shoot straight back down. So then you pull the slack and you pull the fly right out of their mouth. So then you want to be going down further or again, you can still bring it back down in. Then there's no slack in it. So when they hit and they pull, it's already on your rod. It's already there. So when they're coming back in that way and the current has slack in and they eat and they pull, you've got 6, 8, 10, 12, depending on how far of slack in between it. Them two situations and a why there, there's never. As soon as they eat and they hit, it pulls the rod. The slack's out. You strip and pull, he's on, regardless of what it is. So in them situations with that much current, that'll keep you from missing them fish or losing them fish. I'm talking like marginal current. If it's enough to pull the fly line, let's put it that way. If it's not enough to pull the fly line, no, it's not really going to matter. You can do whatever like you want. To, but if I it's like pulling be, the line... I like yeah. to be moving along with it, though. I, I, I just feel like moving with the current. <clears throat> well, yeah, you don't want to like, ever anchor dead. I mean, you, yeah, you can't. But you, yes. if you anchor dead in it and you're trying to get a natural presentation, it's hard to do without getting out of it. But I mean, staying at that speed, you know. And there's a lot of this, to too. Gain that we're, depth. We're going like to hit on a lot of this. Depth. Like with when Chris is back, we could talk about yeah. Michigan. Because that was nice to get a different perspective and fish with him. And they fish oh, sure. all down and away. From the back of the yeah. boat, I'm fishing straight down and away. And it was absolutely extremely effective. I mean, I never got in the front of the boat once, and I fished all down the way and picked up fish virtually all day long. Yeah, I want to. I want. I'd like to talk more and learn more about. Yeah, we'll get more in depth. Chris is like, go yeah. ahead, talk on. I'm like, no, nah, 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 we're gonna no, wait. We we're need gonna yeah, wait yeah, till yeah, we'll he's wait back. Till next we'll week or whatever. That. Yeah, but yeah, uh, I would definitely like to learn that kind of like just just how they're gaining a lot of depth. If like you're not, you don't need to. Yeah. It's more, and I'm going to tell you what, instead of the depth, it's the pause. Yeah. Let that fly that. hang. 
I can see that with some of the things I learned. It's more today. in the pause. It's more the pause than anything. Pop 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 pause. Pop 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 pause. Sure. And it's, that pause is when you're going to eat. But again, we're talking there. We're working over top of a lot of it being two and three foot structure. You're not going to get it deep. You get it deep. You're in the wood. Sure. So you've got to be hovering over top of it, or you know, depending on where it is, working with it. But we fish the same way all day long. Hmm. I mean, we change up a little bit, and, but yeah, we'll get to that the next time. So I had I went on uh, well. Uh, Justin came in. Uh, we f- we fished locally uh, the second day after we floated with the the, the two boat float. This is the fetal position morning. Yeah, that's fetal position morning. Uh, and like I said, he pretty basically went through everything earlier, and he caught a few. And then him and Jace, I had a Mother's Day party. It was Mother's Day. Uh, him and Jace went and fished another section of the river. And, uh, man, I guess a lot has changed down there. Um, I guess it's... All the way. Uh, the other one. Yeah, yeah. Really? What do you mean? Uh and a lot has changed, like, like, as in, like, just it's falling in on itself. Uh, a lot of currents changed, a lot is of it structure still changed. Yeah, it's yeah, it's still normal, still can get in and yeah, around, yeah, yeah, everything. everything, but it's just different, I guess. So, they get I don't fish, I know uh, no, uh, a few small fish, you know, bass, Walleyes. bass, no, bass, no, really. crappie, bluegill, just that's it on decent sized flies, and I don't know, a little weird, but uh. You know, then we all met back up, came back here, and Jace was here. Till I had to kick Jace out at 9.30 at night. We, you know, we were all having drinks and hanging out and, you know, having a good time. But uh had a little cookout, and uh it was a wonderful weekend with my buddy. Whether fish are caught or not, a lot <coughs> of flies exchanged. You know, he there has, some of his flies are still on the table, and uh one of his flies worked really good today. I went on a float today. Um, my buddy John got a hold of me. <laughs> and uh boy i was like all right well you know maybe we'll trout float maybe we'll do this that we'll we'll see how the weather goes and weather did not work out too uh, we got a little bump and i was like oh there are a couple places i saw t- went up a little but not little not a little enough you know put them back to having water in them but not enough to put a raft on them i don't think so you know the local it was there. There's always enough water there to at least put the raft through, and um, you know, hmm. and except for that day you and I went that. One yeah, time. that was a little rough. That was really bad. Yeah, the transition spot that was interesting. Yeah. That was very interesting. Dude, that funnel the whole way down that one time we went it was like like ninety something. There was no current through it. You yeah. just like drifted like just slowly. Like should say no current, but it didn't have any wave. It just oh really soft. yeah. We did the. There was about three foot wave today. It was uh. I mean, nice. it's it's decent enough. I mean, it's still up around. I don't know, two hundred ninety cfs or whatever. You're picking them all up in the flats. Um, they were pushing the edge of the back like so. If you get any rollover or any kind of like even not rollovers, um, even any kind of just like where it would go through a flat spot and then a current. Mm-hmm. You know, right at the back ends, yeah, of the back ends of all the currents with the rock piles and all that kind of stuff. You get them all there. First spot went down through, and you know, all right, any good time now, guys. And you know, anchor up. Here we go. This is where it's supposed to happen at. So, you know, John casts out, rip, rip, rip through. Uh, got some flies off a buddy of his or a guy he had met. 
I uh, sent a bunch of flies, and man, this fly worked. The one fly he had on worked really well today for everything, and it was a good little articulated fly with with uh, weighted eyes, uh, synthetic head. Just some material. It was feathers, some other materials. I mean, it, it nothing too special, but good articulate fun. It, it moved well in the water, so that's all that really matters, right, in a fly. And, and it gains depth. So he fished that, and boy, right away, boom, he's on a fish. Big fish. And I'm like, oh, okay, here we go. We're getting started. Okay, okay, boys. You know, and I pulled and I get the net out, you know, king, king, get the net out, and the, this fish comes up to the top of the water and splash, 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 poof. Here comes a fly right back at us. I'm like, oh. I said, what did I do wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you had the rod buried in your hip. You're ripping on him pretty good. I mean, it felt like everything was pretty right. And again, we talked about this a little earlier. I don't know. There's, I, again, you Mark, you're just ripping them hard. You know, like that's your, I don't know. You love doing that. I, I, sometimes I think when they're in the air and or, out of the water, I don't want to pull too too hard on the fish, and we might we I might differ there too. I, I mean, I can't tell you the last time I've had one jump on me. And, and I, I just, I mean, I and I and a lot of people do beef about it, but I rip their teeth right out of their face. Period. I mean, I they hook them, and I'm going to rip them till they go to the rod tip. Like we were in Michigan, he caught probably six or seven of my fish. Like because I was lifting the rod tip up and pulling them as they were close, he was catching them in the air like stomach height. I mean, they're coming the whole way, and they're coming in now. So from zero to one, instantly. I don't want them getting off the hook. I don't want messing with that. I don't want them jumping. I don't want them head shaking. I want them doing nothing. I want to see that eat, and then once I do that, I'm ripping your face into that net. Mark's got a Milwaukee stripping arm. Yeah, it's just, it is. <laughs> I don't. I prefer to Walt, but yeah. If they start to pull back on me, I try to turn their head upwards. And as soon as I can, if I can turn their head up, and that's even with Muskie. I mean, if I, any if Jim's landed them for me, it's as soon as they're hooked, I don't give them an inch. And if they try to turn, I just rip their head up. And as soon as their head lifts, I bury the rod tip back down and just start pulling their head so that I can redirect them. And it's easy. I break rods or I, yeah. I just, I Most just, of the time, it's, it's textbook. It's I'm breaking the rudder. I'm breaking the line, but yeah. that fish is coming in right now. It's and there's no hands, <laughs> ifs, or buts. Like I know we differ on that, and you're like, oh, I don't want to pull on them. I don't want to let them get them to where they can do that. As soon as he hits, I'm going to bury him right to the rod and just keep pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling so he don't what jump. What size rod? Seven and eight. Eight. Okay. I was using a six today, so you know. But I'm small mouth fishing. There's still mean, be plenty of fun. I know. I know. I'm just saying. You know, it's a little. I the the one fish. There was no way that this fish wasn't coming out of the fucking water. Today. Yeah, and sometimes there is. There, and, there and, is. There's and, no change. At that moment, it. I was like, I just gave him a little bit. And I felt like, all right, I'm not going to pull the fly out of his mouth like I've done a few times otherwise. He hit the water. I went right back to rip into his face again. And he came in. Like, it was quick. That that fish was real quick. And But when he came out of the water, I'm like, man, I actually thought about it. It all got slower. And we can go through the day first, but... This was that latest. This was that was those were the latest fish of the whole float, and they were wonderful fish. But uh, yeah, we came down through. Those fish were all in that first hole. There we caught four fish out of there, um, or well, hooked four fish. He lost one. We got three others. Nice, decent fish, and we we're having fun. You know, at least the morale was high. You know, we we're catching fish right away. Went down through. Didn't catch any walleye or any pike through that pikey walleye ish sections. And then um, a few smallmouth, though. 
few small mouth here, a few small mouth there, another small mouth here. Did you go river left or river right during that? Because I'm telling you, I bet if you have stayed all river right and not went left down that route. You know, it's funny you say that because Jace threw river left at a big piece of structure because it's so low right now. You mm-hmm. can basically sit in the middle and fish mm-hmm. both sides yeah, but from the could. back end of the yeah, boat. For sure. So Jace was still throwing out. River right to the to the big structure, yeah. like to the big yeah. like trees, the trees and, stuff. and stuff. Yeah, yeah. He hooked one, and it yep. was nice. And he lost that one. And after we had given John so much shit for losing his first <laughs> one, now Jace is filling in it else because he lost like <coughs> like a sixteen, seventeen. Good, good, big. I was saying because that fish. river right is just beautiful structure yeah, on be. that side. So then we rolled down through and behind you know our buddy's place. We fished that pretty hard through all that structure, too, on the one side, and then came back out off the lunch and fished the actual uh, current on the left, too. All that, cur- you know, that little current that comes out there. So, I don't know. That that all then, a little a couple, maybe a fish here or there. Um, then we rolled down to this next section, and we're just going down through and going down through. And You're past the riffle at this point. Yeah, you're through the second riffle. Or no, you're at the big no, pool? no, no, no. We're still, we're you're still. At the big pool? No, we're still up above. So you're past the culvert pipe on the left before the riffle. Well, or? we're down through mats and everything. Okay, okay, gotcha. Okay. And then past all that, yeah. now you're above. So you went that, past the first riffle, the, but not the funnel. Above that big pillar. Up, up from that. Okay, up from the pillar. Yeah. Gotcha. So we're up from that, gotcha. and we're by fishing, the shooting club. Yeah, we're fishing through some of that, and then all of a sudden he's. Fishing, fishing, and we're on the bank, and man, he's like, "Oh, fish on, fish, fish, fish!" And I'm like, "What the? Where the hell did this fish even come from?" I didn't see anything. That we were pretty close to the bank. It was kind of a weird spot. And boy, don't we, my buddy, just I'm like, "What is that thing?" I'm like, "Is that a hybrid out here?" Or like, because you know, at first, I mean, thing takes off, you know, like a bat out of hell, and it, and uh, he's fishing what? A five, four, five inch, greenish, less than chartreuse, more a little more like a real true green, over a chartreuse color and white, um, articulated fly with a with a weight weighted head. Green though, green, green as fuck. Not not brown, not anything that looks like a crayfish. <laughs> like I couldn't believe it. I'm like, what? I mean, he's just getting peeled, dude. This thing is just. He's got an eight weight. This thing is swimming around the boat. Every direction. I mean, it is going nuts. And I'm like, what is this thing? Is it like, is it a drum? I'm like, it's, it, there's no, I, like, I couldn't. A drum. Flathead. Well, like, Flathead, if anything. What do we have in there? Like, uh, the sheephead? Aren't there sheephead in our river? No. Uh, what are they? Uh, Red the, horse sucker, but quil- he's going to. Quillback? Oh, my God. A quillback fights a little bit, but not. I would have thought you'd have had a hook. You'd have hooked into a cat. I figured you'd I thought, well, that's, okay. No, ne- next thing that went through my mind, and the next, the next fish I screamed out was, that's got to be a big, big channel. It's a big channel cat. Okay. I got it. Okay, cool. Channel cat. Because there's no fucking way a carp just ate a five and a no. green ass fly. No, that's no way. so wild. And, and I can see this fish swimming around and it, the the fly is right in its mouth. Like, it's not that. He no, T boned it. it. He, no, he, he, yeah, he crushed it. And I, and, and finally we get it up close, close enough, and I'm like, that's a carp. 
Chase is like, Jace actually is like, that's a car. That's a car. I know a car. That's a car. Look at the lips on that thing. That's a car. Oh, my God. That's a car. Yep. That sounds right. Yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like, wow, damn, goddamn, that is. That's a car. Holy shit. You're right, Chase. I've seen pictures of them, but I've never seen one do that in person. That's <sighs> I've had one down in there that literally came down at the bottom of Matt's, and I saw him like in like where that little funnel. I was with uh, the, you. The, yeah, remember he came yeah, out over the he log. Rolled, and he belly rolled over this log he, and crushed he, a, a. I threw a clouser at him. Started stripping it fast. He came up over a log. His back came out of the water, and he came right to the side of the boat and crushed it. The boat and I like had him on for a few seconds, and boom, hook popped out. Was that May too? Oh, I have no idea. That was Remember years ago. But I, it, yeah, was, it, I mean, was, it was. I know it, who was in the boat. It, it was you and me and Chad. It was a Chad. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that fish covered twenty feet to get to the flyer. Oh, more. fuck yeah, he did. He That's just charged crazy. it the whole way. But oh my gosh, for you know, for him to see. That fit, then that's a fun that's fish crazy. to catch. And that, that's, that was that's, a good one. Eight, oh, yeah. Eight, nine pounds, ten pounds? Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the a belly, fish. The belly was just, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's it's it looked like it was down there. Eat, it looks like it ate every crayfish yeah. in the river in the last three weeks. They're, they're all like, see, now, the water where you're at is running eight to ten degrees different than where I've been, mm-hmm. and they're spawning heavy where I am. So then I'm, I'm noticing different stuff. Like, what you're talking about is what I'm seeing three weeks ago, four weeks ago, smallmouth-wise. <laughs> sure. So this is like, yep, yep, that's looking at the water temps. I mean, so you're still a little pre-spawn there, and them carp have got to be just packing them on. Oh, yeah. They're 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 everywhere. If I would have, at one point, and as clear as it is right now, if I was throwing an actual, like, even a small crayfish fly, I bet I would have wiped up on 10 of them in one spot. We could have anchored and just beat the shit out of them. I could see them up there. You could see them. Nose down, ass up. Dan, this would get Dan Frazier all riled up, and Chad. But you know, they they were just all oh, down there, just eating, picking yeah, things up. That you up. could see it. They were well, they were eating caddis. They're definitely eating some kind of. The caddis were coming off today like crazy. The the geese were eating dying caddis all day. We encountered seventy thousand geese, and they were they were below the below us in the river for seven. I had fifty percent of our fucking float, which sucked because all they were doing all day was head down. Just Jace, oh my god, Jace hooked one. Jace hooked no one. J- yes, he did. He fucking hooks a geese today, and it, it did not for long, just enough for it to get separated from all the other geese it was with and yell at us for the last. <laughs> for, oh, but he comes in. No, he strips in goose feathers. <laughs> I swear to God, there were goose feathers. He's like, no, nah, it was a fish, and then a fish ran me into that goose. I'm like, no, you hooked that goose in my six way. I was about to kill you if it took off. Strip, strip, honk, huh? You would have been. Oh, would have been, been so mad. He almost hooks a goose. Oh, it would have been in the air, dude. Aerial fight. That'd be awesome. It would have been a kite. It would have been not good. No, it would not have been fantastic. Oh, I love the scene. Oh, I. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Hopefully, we got some video, but. It was very close to him hooking this goose, and that was earlier in the float. Again, then we come down through, and um, uh, that happens, and we get to Sharon, or I shouldn't, no, whatever, fuck it, who cares? <laughs> um, yeah, we get down, the, we get down to Sharon to the takeout because hey, hey, Mad River Outfitters, they, they, they got this place. Who gives a shit? Everybody knows about this place. It's, it's, it's downtown Sharon, and uh, we get down there, and so. We uh, <laughs> if you don't know, just wait from the post four a picture years, of the winner on quiet, Instagram. Yeah. No, I will. I'll post the. I'm gonna post the winner picture tomorrow. 
and and check out this podcast. James is going to tell you where we fish. No, yeah, our local. It's you could have just left it about him. You had to bring me into it, huh? We did name a we did name a podcast after it. So I mean, Jesus. Oh man. You know what? I want to ruin for the Mad River Outfitter guys. So that that that's great. Um, anyway, Shots fired. <sighs> anyway, uh, if you come from that far for that place, oh god. Anyway, so we get down to uh, the rollover. Yeah, I mean, really, why would you drive that far? It's nice, but it's not. That sure, no, nice. no, no, it's not that great. Anyway, <laughs> so we get to the rollover. You know what I mean? And 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 great fish there too. A billion smallmouth in this place. So <laughs> there's a funny little side story about all this. So we are fishing and we're doing good. Uh, Couple smallmouth here, or there. Uh, John's casting through, hooks fish. It starts running. It's Quebec, and uh, <laughs> it's Quebec. Juice straight to the <laughs> yeah. The Quebec. He, uh, <laughs> you know, you think those they run at first. They're they're not. They're not. They do. They do. It's the red horse suckers that don't. Yeah. You no, have a red horse yeah, sucker. It's like hooking a leather man, those, boot in the water. Yeah. A quillback will make a quick. Oh, they'll, they'll run at yeah. first. Yeah. He, yeah it, so will. it takes off for a second. We had some fun last time. Oh, they're, yeah. They're, they're, cool. they're, they're big around. So if they catch any kind of current and can oh, catch yeah. an angle in the current, they'll, they'll. You get them on a five or a six yeah. way, they're a blast. They'll run you. They'll run you pretty good. Yep. So that was fun. He caught that first. And then next thing he hooks is a, a good good hybrid. And we let him fish in front of, you know, Jason and I let him fish for, you know, fish through and do your thing, man. You know, you get to come up here once, twice a year. We'll be there all year, whatever, being around. But uh, you know he he hooks one, and he's he's into it, dude. And I mean he's not even giving it to getting it on the reel. What's he running, by the way? An what eight pound? weight. No, an what pound? That, what, what what pounds he running? You twenty. Know? Oh, you can torque the crap. Well, that's why I said he had an eight weight twenty. Where he's oh, you're he's, not gonna break. <clears throat> he, no, he's 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 raking this fish yeah. in and big bend, and I'm not doing nothing wrong. And you know sometimes they just come loose. You know, those fish, they do a lot of things, and they do weird things. They'll move, my mm-hmm. kick, come back, I come right back at you as fast as they went right away from you. And then, you know, just shit happens, and it, it, it just came loose, you know. And, boy, he was he was bummed. He was bummed, bummed, bummed. Oh, but, but, you know. been a good one. Yeah. He, he, caught a, he caught a couple smallmouth after that, and I showed him this little, I showed him the, uh, the, the bar trick. So I went up to the corner of the, I went up to the corner pocket, Picked up a 15-inch smallmouth by my hand mark like this and grabbed him like like I'm grabbing like a one-handed trouter. I grabbed three of them and picked them up out of the water by hand. You're noodling. I was noodling smallmouth. Is that today. legal? I literally I picked them up by hand and it was like here, take a picture. Are and you, are, I tossed them back in the water and picked up another one. And then I'm like, here, check, check this one out. This one's actually really fucking big. Holy shit! <laughs> Look at that one, dude. Look at that one. And that one jumps out of my hand into the fucking water. I noodled up three of them by hand, and then I fished. Nuts throw- fun in there, huh? I know. <laughs> they were, I mean, dude, they were in the corner up on top of the whole thing. And I could just go up in the corner and just pin them in. I I, I do that with shad when shad are spawning. Yeah. I do it with smallmouth yeah. when they're spawning. I do it with the the bluegills when they're spawning. It's it's just it's a little bar. Go it, right there. It's a bar trick. It's just a bar trick. I I know I can go there and I can grab them by hand. And I've well, done huh. this with all kinds of different fish. Oh well, hell, it wasn't a, that long. ago. What's got a muskie doing that? Yeah, well, no, no. <laughs> this is the other side. 
Yeah. Up on top. I, I, I know where you're talking. Up, like up, where, up you above go, it. where you could walk. Yeah. No, where you could walk yeah. across. Yeah. Up above on the left, upper left. Yes. From where we were. But on the opposite yeah. bottom corner is yes. where we almost got the musky by hand. Yeah. I think it was just sitting there. And I'm like, hey, like check this our, out. At our feet. There's like a 35-inch musky. I'm like, let's see if I can tail grab him real quick. No way. Yeah. No, no way. way. No, the, absolutely. Almost did. So, like... Uh, but it was, dude. That was that was a cool part of the float. It was. It, I showed. I wanted to show him the bar trick. I saw the fish up there before he. I wanted him to walk over and scare him out of there. I'm like, hey. I'm like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me let me show you something real quick. And I walked up there, and it was just you know just something I've done before. I've seen them. I know what's happening every all time of year usually down there. So it was funny. It was just some fun. <clears throat> he walks back across. I caught a couple more. I caught one more smallmouth. Nobody else caught anything else. So we start rolling down through, though. And we come... No fish down through that higher... Yeah, you, no fish down through that uh, heavier section. There's a nice, deep section where uh, we've caught other hybrids and other fish. A lot of big fish. Uh, my wife like pulled in two walleye and two cast in this spot. I mean, big, big walleye. Two 25-inchers. Um, but no fish. No fish down through there. No fish, no fish, no fish, no fish, no fish. And I'm like, all right, uh, well, you know, I got to go. You know, and this is when I start texting you guys. You know, I'm like, well, this is right before I started texting everybody to come a little later to podcast because at this point I'm like, oh, well, you know, I start shipping through and, and, and nothing's happening. And I'm like, man, and I was throwing – and I'd switched to a my friend's fly on my six weight. Uh, we were throwing a hollow fly that he had tied that was on this table for until today. I took it out and was fishing with it. And boy, 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 was I glad I took my buddy Justin Christofferson's flies out today and pulled a few of them off the table. And man, we get down through this section. I'm like, you know what, we might just front row through this stuff and just get by it and whatever. And a um, few couple years ago, I had had um, Ryan Evans down from Queen City Guiding on the same float. And at the same spot, he catched a big one, like 18 and a half, 19-inch old, old, old fish. Big old fish down from, you know, the dirty downtown. And <clears throat> I put it in the same pillar spot, like right behind this pillar on this bridge, and rip it through, and I watched this fish turn sideways and totally miss my fly. And it was fucking huge, dude. And from the back of the boat, John could immediately hear the enthusiasm in my voice saying how nice this fish was and how we need to jace, jace back row right fucking now because we have to be at this fish again. I have to try this fish again. And I tried this fish again, tried this fish again. John tries the fish again. And that fish wasn't coming back. So there's an old pillar right below that. And we get down right below, right by that old, the old pillar. And Jace is like, well, throw behind that old pillar. You know, and I whip behind that old pillar, strip, strip. Boom! One past second one. This is that big, the real yeah, nice, the old co- one, the colored one. Yeah, the real yep. nice colored one. Yep. yep. This is that fish. This is after I just missed a giant, right at a pillar above that at the actual street bridge. Yeah. And I throw at the old bridge, and boom! This fucking fish comes out. And I watched another 
decent sized fish scurry away. And I'm just like, oh, man, I'm hooked into a good one. All right, Jace, this is a good one. On a six weight, you know, it feels wonderful. You know, you, you got everything you want right there. And Are you running fish. 20 as well? Uh, on that, I was actually running 12. Okay. Um, I, I, you know, I figured for the smallmouth and for hybrids, no, I usually don't. I like run 20 for hybrids because they're not going to break 20. They'll break 12. If they hit and run as hard as they can, they'll break twelve. So, but for you know, bass not going to bass isn't going to break twelve very often, and a trout's never going to break twelve. So, that's what I like for my bass and trout rods, uh, streamer rod as far. Um, so yeah, I you know, <clears throat> boom, big one. I'm like, oh, here we go. We run into this guy. He's got a tiller motor, tiller motor boat, like one of the ones that has like the the motor, like the 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 thing that's on like the pole. That's like I don't know, eight feet behind the boat, and you could like stick in the water and like 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 for like you're running like swamp mud motors, yeah, yeah, like a mud motor, like a swamp motor. Mm. Yeah, this guy's got this thing on the Shenango. Chewed him, chewed him, Elizabeth, chewed him. Exactly. Got it. I'm like, where the fuck am I, Louisiana? So this guy, but he was a really nice guy, and he's like, man, all the big, all the big bass are out in the middle. I've been, I've been peeing them on this thing. Why all day. is he a Cajun in Pennsylvania? <laughs> no, because you just, you just, you know, because he has that mode. You know, chewed him. He's that chewed him guy. And he, he sounded like that. He was like, man, you got, you got go in the middle. All the big fish are in the middle. I was like, are you sure those aren't carp, sir? It's like, no, all the big fish are in the middle. I'm like, all right, man, whatever. So. Whatever. So we were in the, middle. in the middle. We were in the middle, and he was he he would actually cut us off at this point. And went down below us by where Chad's low, friends low hold you. Oh, low by where Chad's that. friends are. Yeah. He caught one nice big smallmouth. It was damn near twenty. As I'm casting to the opposite, like just huge fucking wall, dude. I know exactly where they sit on that wall. There's yeah, one there's spot on that wall where there's a little thing that comes out. And there's, a rock, <coughs> there's a there's a couple of rocks down in there too. They love that right there. My wife caught a. Big ass smallmouth on gear a couple years ago out with all of us mm-hmm. there on a green and chart white and chartreuse spinner bite, and uh, now I got the southern next. Whatever the hell did I get that from? I don't know, but I just imagine this guy that was running this tiller motor is the dude from Waterboy that's going. They know me, no. They know me, no. You know what? He got home. He's like, huh? You should have seen the nose on this guy that I ran into on the river today. He stuck that thing up and that boat sailed. <laughs> They were on a goddamn sailboat. These kids, these kids, you're so saying these kids, they were on a, they were on a, they were on a water sailboat. He had a sail on his nose. This dude had a nipple hanging out and some overalls with <laughs> oh, one did. strap hanging off. Oh, he sure did. Yes, absolutely he did. So we're we're fishing this opposite side, and <sighs> next thing you know, and I'm like, Jace, I want to fish that opposite. You know, or I'm going to fish that side. I want to fish this this rock, this wall. I know they're always fish on it. Dude, I fucking stroke one. It's fucking huge. I mean, it's for our river, it's fucking big. And it was everything I was waiting for all fucking day after that nice colored up one that was a little bit smaller than that one. Man, all day. I was like, I didn't even fish all day. I barely fished. I fished that section from the, the, the obstruction all the way to the takeout. That's the only, that's damn near the only section I fished. I fished just a little bit here and there. I know the feeling. And oh, I know. I bet you do. I, I I was like, I feel for Mark. I feel for Mark watching these. Listen, guys I've watched fish. Mark pick up a fly rod like a handful of times so, and stick a ski. So I mean, like, oh, out of the trip, I'm gonna cast half a dozen times, but they're the ones that count. That's I, I knew where I wanted to count. be. I knew the ones I wanted to look at, and 
I had to make it work when I was gonna be up there, so I threw I threw my friend's hollow fly, and man, I'll tell you what, like you guys were talking about, you cast just a little quartering down, and you strip, 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 pause, and let that thing just kick to the side. Dude, every one of those fish, I watched one of the fish, it kicked to the side and turned sideways, and I watched the fish go, and it was over. It just, just pounded the fucking shit out of it, and it was everything I wanted. It was like everything I had been waiting for on the inside. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh my god, this is perfect, and I just rip into his face, and it was uh, a few jumps and just a fish in the net later. Your friends are pouting your back, and man, what a what a fucking great time! You can't beat those moments. Those moments, like today, just those couple fish at the end for me, just made my whole fucking day, made the whole float. Those and I know your, my buddy well, lost a couple that were. Take homers for Kinda him. Kind of like, you know what? It's like, guess what? I'm going to throw you the bone all day, but I'm taking the marrow. <laughs> yeah. The marrow's mine. Like, yeah. I know where I want to be at. Just a couple. You just got to row for a I'll little bit. I'll give you 90% of Rome, but that 10%. I'll put it, you got quantity. Yeah, I'll I got put, quality. When yeah. Mark stands up and goes, hey. It's time to switch seats. I'm going, okay, okay, yeah, no Duck. problem. Whatever you say, sir. He watched, me, he watched me sit in front of the boat and, ca- and, and catch, miss one huge fish. Catch one big fish, catch another big fish, and then catch a 15-incher behind that one, 15-incher for sure, fat one, that was all in the same spots. You know, and I was like, you want to sit in front of the boat now? Like, you want to come back up in the front? And he's like, no, no, you're good, Jay. You know, and this, my buddy, this is the friend. My, he is his own raft, and he, you know, John, he, uh, he fishes as well. How about well. below to the left? Below Chad's, below right there, to the left. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, did it produce? No. Really? No, that whole rock wall was weird. Really? Oh, they just did a lot of restructuring to that side, oh, did stuff, didn't they? I don't it know. was all shut down for a second. I don't know. Last time I've been there was with you last summer when we were trying to get flatheads after dark. Yeah. After all that talk you know we what, had though? about flatheads. And but the funny there. part is we should do that again. I, but I'm just down. take take your rods. We and let's just go for a little, hey, little bobsled ride. <laughs> yeah, we'll just hook let up him, and let them tow us him, around on the raft. Tow the raft. I'll just back row against them to slow them down. That'll cut a fifth of the yeah. time off the fight. It, but probably it'd be that'd fun. Be awesome. We'll just hook them up. We'll bring the big old. Oh, stone we should. We should just hook up both rafts out there with lights That's and what shit. Him and I did all summer yeah. last year. I put lights on my raft, and him and I we rode around the, all summer. Yeah. We were just running the running For lights. Catfish? In the, yeah, that yeah. is the way to go. Let's yeah. do it. I'm all in. I'm all in. Yep. Last summer we put my raft in, and we put we went. I went got portable lights and stuff. Yeah, we had one running off the back off of the, you know, the cargo compartment off the raft and then we had another one in the stripping basket up front. Mm -hmm. I'm all in. Yeah, that thing's not... Man, you got a mosquito in here. Sucker bit me somewhere. He is right behind you. That looks like a caddis. Um, Hey, let's... We're going to take one quick more break and uh, we're going to come back with uh, local events and some shenanigans. I want to hear about this brisket you were talking about. Yeah, I know. That's going to be, I can't wait. That's going to be some hot talk. That's good. Hey, if you were going to be in the Springville, New York area this weekend, and if you're not going to be, you should be. Um, Friday, my buddy, Ryan Evans, Queen City Guiding, we're going to have the Muskie Meetup up at Steelbound in Springville, New York. It's going to be a great time. Last year, it was an awesome time. I had a ton of fun. Well, you know us. We're going to make sure we have a lot of fun. Wherever we're at. The party comes. Hey, 
the fun is going to be there. Uh, gonna Mark, Mark's going to be up there. I'll be time flies. Heck yeah, we're going to be uh, we're going to be in full force. I think. I'm I'm. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. So here's the thing. Okay. I'm I taking am, a half day at work. I am going to try to do the same as well. The only problem is, is the other person that has to be there in order for me not to be at my job has a vacation day scheduled for that day. So I'm going to try to, I'm going to have to go to work. I'm sure. But I'm going to try to leave early enough to where I'm already up there far enough, you know, being up there in Meadville that I could just hop on 90 and just start hey, booking. Hey, save yourself the 45 minutes, right? Yeah, I mean. To, and from where you live, an here's hour. Here's the thing. Regardless, it's going to suck Saturday morning for me because I got to be right back at work at 9 a.m. So, I mean, I'm definitely, I'll, sh- I'll shoot up there. And I'm no stranger to the New York trips. I do New York runs all the time. It's just nothing but a drive. Well, you'll be doing a lot of this. That I will be doing a lot of that that we just heard. Beer cracking. Or I'm sure. I will be pouring whatever beer they have or getting whatever beers they have at Steelbound. They were great beers last year. I drank a ton of them. It was wonderful. God, that's going to be a fun drive back from New York. Drinking, driving, 90. Oh, man, that's going to be... <laughs> it's two weeks from now if any of uh, you uh, local police... Wait. Officers are listening. <laughs> it's two weeks it's from two, two weeks, weeks from today. It's two Shut weeks from today. <laughs> Shut up, Jay. It's two weeks from today. Yeah, so it's uh the twenty sixth. <laughs> Let's uh be there. Uh I like I said, last year the good tires. Um there are a lot of great guys from all around the uh New York area and uh Again, we talked about bidets last year. Um, man, it was it Why was not? just it was it was one of those experiences. You had to be there. I we caught a lot of trout. Uh, I hooked a sturgeon uh, last year, uh, this time of year up there, and it was uh, just an amazing experience. I uh, never seen anything like it. It's um, like hooking a dinosaur, man. It is uh, like hooking a dinosaur. It was a was. dinosaur. This thing was like there. I, I, there was no way I had an eight pound, and a and a stone fly on. If you had to put a guess, I mean, how long was that fish? Um, like an accurate guess, three four feet. Like me or you? Really? I would say at least. You think that fish was over sixty inches? I think it was. Yeah, dude. It's it was this big around. Oh Jesus! That that ain't sixty inches. A fish that's like, like that, a six that's eight foot, bro. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, like and you, you went like this, and I instantly had it. Was in, it was incredibly <laughs> and giant. And going back to all of your descriptions of, I got a huge fish. I shot a massive buck. Hmm. <laughs> you shot like a half rack five point in our it first was, message it was, a, it was, was a seven. I shot a massive deer and they said the picture. I'm like, all right, well who's your hold who you whose deer are you holding? <laughs> That's mine. Any massive? Oh, when I shot it, I thought it was. <laughs> the deer that was with that deer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, when yeah. we when we spotted the giant it's a huge fish. Oh, okay. It's like a fifteen inch fish. It was a sturgeon, nonetheless. No, it was, it was it about was, thirty-two. No, it was huge. <laughs> no, because it was thirty-two. I would have actually had a chance of getting it in. There was no. Yeah. Let's do reverse ask, math here. You can Hold ask on. What Chad. Si- what side Go, line? Did hey, you if have anybody again? wants to recall that Chad was in the at the like when Chad watched this thing porpoise, 
right before I watched the same thing, Porpoise. Did it like straight torpedo straight up out of the water? Like, oh, they were know, porpoising everywhere. Surgery. A bunch, just a million of them were porpoising everywhere. Uh, Jay sent a stone fly right in the blowhole. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, right in the blowhole. Then. No, right you could in, see this thing like eating. Yeah. You could right see this in the barbel. Right in the barbel. You could see this thing eating off all the like algae that was on the bottom. The water was just clearer than I've ever seen it in my life. You could see right to the bottom. You could see 20 inch smallmouth just swimming up the river like it's nothing. And like you could see. It was insane. All the fish you could actually see, there were just a bajillion fish of all sorts. Like, more than I saw, you know, you see when I go there every year. I go there in the fall every year, and I go and I fish hard uh, for the last seven, eight years. Three or four days. You don't see that shit in the fucking fall, okay? You don't see what I saw there. Anytime, I've never, it looked like dinosaurs everywhere. I was amazed. Current's still ripping though, the whole time. Oh yeah, it's still the it's same crazy. shit. It, it's really crazy. low. It's Last clear. Year was my it looks great. It, it looked. It looked unbelievable, but it won't be like that then. Mm. They're getting it's, heavy winds on it's, Thursday, it's, and you're yeah, gonna have the Erie all dirtied up. Yeah. And it's hey, dirty. you might have a chance. <laughs> no, yeah, it'll it'll be a lot dirty. You might have a chance at a smallmouth. There's and walleye. Everything runs through there, man. It's it's an that's like a that's a cool place, man. That was interesting. If, if I don't, oh get man, it. I know my dad's sixty <laughs> the, years the old. Repelling. <laughs> my dad's sixty years old, and it's like, yeah, we got to get we got to keep getting them down there as long as we can. But nothing like a forty foot cliff. Oh, I love going up to Buffalo. There's a lot of anywhere around that area. There's a ton of great water to fish uh, all year round. Uh, and if you want to know anything about it, you know, go see Ryan. Ryan at Queen City Guiding. And we'll be going and seeing him on Friday. So see your way up there. Back to the shenanigans. I want to hear about this meat. Oh, Mother's Day. So the in-laws came down. And uh, so I was listening to the podcast, and Chris was giving the, the pointers on the brisket. And so I've always had difficulty with the bark. And so I decided to run the entire smoke all the way through without actually wrapping it. And I trimmed off all of the fat and kept the tallow. And at the end, I rested it in that tallow. It was the best brisket I've made so far. So, Chris, if you're listening, thank you, sir. It was very, very good. I got a lot of compliments from the in-laws. I'm hungry. Yeah. You don't want to go into, like, any more? <laughs> I don't know what else to say. We got it all the way up to 203, pulled it off. It was delicious. Sliced it up. How many hours? So I started the night before, around 7 o'clock. It was done around noon the following day, noon, noon, 1 o'clock. And you followed his recipe completely? No, I still had my own my own rub. Uh, okay, so 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 okay. Well, then come on, man. You got to get into this. This, oh, this, this is talk radio here. Like, you don't just—it's not complicated. I just use go G- GSP, garlic, salt, and pepper, okay. and then when you know, just put it on there. I use I use mustard. Oh so yeah, mustard as a binder. Yeah, a binder. absolutely. I bind yeah. it up. Are you sure? GSP, and then I, I like I like mustard. Are you a uh, get up super early? And start, you know, I used working to be, on the so meat. Guy, you have one of those ones was, that, like, I was so. Do you have I one of those ones che- that, like, it probes in your ass and it tells you when it's done? Yeah, I'm a cheater. It, like, pops out red. I, I cheat. Like, yeah. Yeah, I cheat. I, I use a meter. I, and 
This was the first time I actually started the night before. And I'll be honest, I woke up like every two and a half hours, checked my phone to see where we're at in temperature. It's like, I thought I'd sleep through the night. No, I just kept looking at my phone to make sure the check temperature the was fine. Check the baby. Yeah, I got up to like 160, 170. I'm like, oh shit, I'm going to have to get up early and, and pull this. Nope. She stalled out like usual and rode all the way through to about noon. And but there you go. It was perfect. I have a green egg XL green egg. So did oh, you? Okay. So, so did you, you know? Go, yeah. Did you know what, going uh, into whenever you were going to start your meet the night before that you weren't going to sleep? Did you already accept no. that before you went into that evening, or was that well, just that? that I should have known myself well naturally. enough. Yeah, I was like, well, I'll just I'll put it on. I'll be able to sleep all. I'll be night. honest. That's no, I wake up that's the first time I've ever heard like, anybody <laughs> anybody doing you know the night before. Usually it's what you know you, you wake up. What are you talking about, man? I'll be honest, that's a, dude. Nobody I know that the smokes next, meat dude, and everything. If you're gonna Everybody's cook a brisket, brisket is is one of those. I'm talking like dudes that get up at like like four o'clock in the morning and we just go out in the garage. We put our brisket on uh the one time for the super bowl even in my the big smoker i have out there so and we step slept right here if, but again like it was at in the morning like you're talking about if, if i was going to wrap it i would have gotten up early in the morning and i we would have got it on at two three in the morning and i'd let it roll and then wrap it around seven or eight o'clock in the morning but i had it in my mind i wasn't gonna wrap this one i wasn't and the bark was phenomenal it was the best bark i've ever had so we uh, we had it on. I actually did a little Pittsburgh style. We made a vinegar coleslaw, tossed it on a homemade bun. It was phenomenal. It was very good. Oh very man! Good. I actually, you guys last week we talked about burgers, and uh, I was I, I chimed in a little bit on the uh, Facebook. I'm on eighty five percent, and then ground beef, but I'll take a sirloin, and then I'll mix it with bacon. And then I make smash burgers with the uh, make smash burgers with the ground sirloin and ground bacon, and they're spot on. Get your big uh, Christmassy good. ass beard in the into the microphone, there, buddy. I am gonna. I'm eat. saying, we'll you know, talk, so talking there right tight. Now. My my fault. If, if you're my, not my rubbing on it, if I don't hear your beard in there, you're yeah, not you're not close like enough. Three four inches away though. I gotta get it. You gotta get right in, in there. In there. So these right these things there. are directional. We gotta be it, all up in it, there. It's a J length. <laughs> J J just sticks his J just sticks his nose in there, and if he knows that's close enough, then it's okay. I'm growing out my Santa beard. You look good. No, it looks thank good. You thank you, brother. You're gonna be a wizard by August. <laughs> My son tells me I'm not allowed to grow it until it gets to my nipples. Well, hopefully it, it. you better you better strip set hard or rip it hard. I want I want to see some musky pictures oh. sent back to this. I'm hoping there's you know? a 13-year-old boy holding the 50-inch musky. I, oh my god. I will be so stoked uh, dude, for you guys. I will be too, I will, but you we will, have, we you, will. Met, so have you met my son? He's going to rub it in. Every no. day, no, we will, we will, no, we will, we will, at every time night for the rest of eternity. At time night, we will carry him into time <laughs> night like he is a champion <laughs> if he puts a 50 into the boat. I he swear will to talk God, shit literally for years until we I all hope put he a 50 does. in the boat. That's what he will do. How many, oh, how many swear better? words does he get at time night? Well, if he gets a 50, you multiply that by five. He can cuss like a sailor. I don't give a fuck if there's a million of them. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, man, he's oh, going to talk shit for, he will. forever. Oh, Especially if he I hope beats so. me. Um, and what I a wonderful guy I you guys are going to go out yeah. with, too. Yeah. 
I hope he does. And, and maybe Marlon, in a couple of weeks, we'll get all of us on the podcast together and talk about the trip. Um, yeah, I'm we, it goes over Mar- well. I'm sure. So. I mean, we've had Marlon on before, and I'm sure it'd be yeah, quite a few times. Uh, yeah, yeah, three or four. A couple. That'd be awesome. One one phone call away from having him back on too. So we, we'll I think we should all yeah, bragging about all, how yeah, big yeah, his fish if, was. If, if that happens. Andrew is sitting here, <laughs> and we were talking to Marlon on the telephone. That'll be awesome. And he will be in-house with us. That'll work. He's more That'll than work. welcome here. So, yeah, pretty pumped. And, uh, yeah, and the in-laws love the brisket. So, at the end of the day, it was a good smoke. And uh, I will probably not go back to wrapping ever again. Uh, I'll rest, though. Chris, uh, I text Chris. He's like, hour plus. He's like, let that sucker in the cooler. Let it go. So, Chris. You're listening? Thank you, sir. It was amazing. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I was... Uh, I'm ready to eat now. Yeah, that right. made it even worse. Yeah. <laughs> I've been saying this for like five minutes I'm now. Hungry. Like, you guys, just I mean, food, yeah. food, I, right? I, I wanted to talk about for five seconds about what I hooked into today. All right, go ahead. There's a couple things we hooked into, and I was going on a rant, and it was actually a pretty good rant. I guess this is my airing of grievances on our river. At least I didn't hook into a... a Hypodermic needle. Should have just went a, a little, little further downstream, maybe. No, there's there's plenty where we we, we roll through there, um, but no, uh, I hooked into something metal like you were talking about. You were talking about there just being crazy ass shit in there. there Who never never always, you never know what the hell you're pulling out. So of I I my my buddy he hooks into this shit, and Jace is throwing us around like an idiot, and I'm like. Don't, and he already he, he is down there poking at it, and the tip of his rod comes off, and I think he breaks his rod, you know. But the just the tip of it, you know, the first whatever comes off, and oh thank gosh it just came off, you know. And, and I'm like, don't don't poke down at that. I see it, and he tried, and I tried. Knocking, we tried knocking it off with the oar. We're like hucking thinning, like railing around trying to knock this thing off with the oar. I'm trying to knock and bang it off. Did, you, like, ju- did you just say hucking thinning? Like, yeah, like we took one of the oars out and I'm trying to <laughs> smash this fly off of whatever the fuck it's hooked on, which we thought was a log at first, like with the oar. And it was like, it's not coming off. Like, it, and it's an articulated fly, fine fly. Like, like, man, we have to get it back. It's caught so many fish today. It caught that, you know, from big smallmouth to, you know, hooked hybrids to he should have had it, and, and to hook the big carp, you know. To, this thing hooked everything. So for him, it was fly he fish for the first time. I'm like, all right, we're getting it back. I'm like, all right, I'm about to ju- I jumped out of the boat. You know, me and my agile ass, I'm just going to hold on my boat, and it's not going to get deeper than I could hold myself up off the side of the boat. And it wasn't, but it got weird, and I'm like, man, this thing's weird. I don't, man, I'm like, it's not, and I kicked it off this log, and it was all hooked up with this log, and by the time I get it up, it's just big metal ring of something. I don't know, and it's decayed as shit. I don't know if it was like old. Probably the old inside of a tire ring. Yeah, I thought so. Maybe the old side, that's what I thought it was, like really old. Like We're talking decayed as fuck, man, but still heavy. Like it was heavy to pick up, man. I kicked it up with my feet and pulling, and like we're I'm, I'm talking. I finally I got it up there. And Remember that next time you tie your anchor knots. 
I know, man. <laughs> you don't want to go drop one off and doing that like you did last time and walking around out there looking for it. Well, remember I like yeah, I, I you know, I picked my anchor up with my feet one day with Mark, but oh, that's <laughs> like, uh, that was a long time ago. I tie good anchor knots now. I learned my lessons. I learned it real quick and leave a lot of excess. But yeah, there was it was a big piece of metal. And I picked it up. I pulled the fly out of it as I'm in the water, and I don't want to touch anything. And keep, you know, kept it away. And thank gosh, we had everything back. And was it like plate steel, or was it just like sheet metal? I mean, no, like, like he said, I think it was like the inside of it, like a like a big old like a there's, there's so many t- like rim. semi semi rim, no rim like a semi rim man. So just like so, te- so technically, kind of like you would say, probably plate steel. Closer yeah, to it was. Thick shit. Heavy as shit. Thick shit, yeah. Yes. Not pulling and, and, it up. Yeah, and, and, like, I picked it up, like, everything up with my ink, or the aura a couple times, and it would, like, move up, and it, like, <laughs> it was heavy, and I'm like, boy, and I'm like, ah, I'm going to jump down and get it, and then I'm like, oh, man, this is fucking weird, and I kind of, we got it up, and then it kind of got, like, kind of caught in a current, <laughs> and, like, a little bit, and I You're grabbed swinging, it. swinging the wheel. I, yeah, I grabbed it, and I'm like, oh, and then I fucking, like, unhooked it. I just fucking let it go, and holy fucking shit. And I'm like, when I jumped in, I'm like, boom, like, literally up to my chest. Like, this was, it was way deeper than I, it, man, it was way clearer than I ever been around it, that place, and uh, our, our river. And so uh, happens when it doesn't rain. Yeah, and it was so clear. I was like, "Holy shit, this fucking place clear and clear." And I've and even then, usually it's not that clear. <clears throat> Last few years, it's been clearer than usual, but I I could see everything. I was like, "Oh shit!" I thought, it, and then I went got down in there. I'm like, "Holy shit, this is a lot." <laughs> like, well, that 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 was deceptive. So, but it was all right. Got it out of there. Caught another. Caught another thing. Later on in the river. This is just our river. I saw a VCR. Whole, whole, I saw a whole fucking entertainment system. <laughs> Somebody threw a whole fucking entertainment system. Like, I saw a Spectrum fucking box. Like, a fucking VCR. Like, a fucking... Like, a whole like shitty-ass stand that would come from where we're talking about. And all thrown right into the river. They chucked half the living room. Oh, it was like... Oh, dude, there was a couch down there. Like... I mean, when I, we used to always like promote this place as having everything and the kitchen sink in it. Because it does. There, there's yeah, one there, spot there where there one, is the yeah, kitchen, sink. kitchen sink. Yeah. And there's a shopping cart that you can catch a bass off of. And, and I've pulled a shopping cart out of there too. Oh yeah, those totally shopping. That's, that's good. No, that's no, no, good no, structure, not, you not asshole. Not <laughs> not <laughs> listen, I didn't mean to. I'm just trying to get my rig back. Oh, that's my structure, man, for my bass. <laughs> I need talking that guy. Damn it. Jay's just ganking giant eagle shopping carts and chucking them in the river. This is structure. Them off. Night structure, for structure. structure for my bass. Night operation. Structure for my bass. We're going to be throwing them in. Oh, no. I, I know where the bass are at. And today it was, oh, fucking great. Yeah, that's those. Fun. Oh, I, so I hooked this thing and it's waving around. And again, I'm like, oh, fuck it. I've got out of the boat once. I get out of the boat, and I'm like, oh, I pull it up, and it's, oh, it's some fucking guy's shirt. It's like an old fucking shirt. It's like an old decayed-ass fucking, like, it was like a shirt that said John on it, you know, and it was, like, working at the fucking, like, like uh, the, the, 
the quickie or no, like like a he's a quick loop. No, place. no yeah, quick loop. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like or any shop. Auto the, na- shop. the navy blue. Passage. Yes, exactly. The, yes. Exactly yes. what you're. It's a Cintas shirt. Yep, it's a yes, Cintas shirt. Exactly. I fucking pull my shirt. shit. I pull my shit out of the Cintas shirt, and as I'm pulling my shit out of the Cintas shirt, Chase is drifting away from me, <laughs> and I'm standing. Thank you, friend. Waist high, in downtown, <laughs> and the boat's not like it. He's port. not like even rowing. No, he's like. I was looking at what you were fucking finding off the bottom. And I'm like, what are you doing over there? He's like, boom, like halfway across the fucking river now. And I'm like, well, you're coming back to get me. I'm not walking to the loop. For fuck's sake. For fuck's and sake. Yeah, I'm like, no way. no way. Fuck's sake. Get over here, Jace. So that's that's how that went, yeah. And Jace came back and he got me finally, and then I jumped in the front of the boat like a, you know, little guy I am, and bounced around. And I'm sure in that quiet, was some that was some fun shenanigans. Uh, I'm sure in your quiet moments while he was drifting <coughs> away from you, you had you had some some words to stay amongst yourself. Oh me, I was screaming at. Oh him. yeah, I know. <laughs> well, uh, who? No well, why? Yeah, I mean, no Jesus way. Christ, I was telling him he was a fucking retard. And John was almost falling out of I the boat. I would laughing. Have, I would have <clears throat> paid good money to watch your freak out. Sitting there watching him go that far away from you. Well just boat's just courting away from me. Did you have your phone Slowly out? Slowly like, like were you, your were, boat. Were you calling him? Your were own you boat going happening? away from me. Your own boat going away mm-hmm. from you. Did, like, did you pull your phone out? Did you have to call him, or are you just pure out screaming at him down the river? You know what though? I will give I will give Jay his credit. Uh, I, 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 I was just, I was just yelling, <laughs> just yelling. But I give him his credit. Uh, him and I just took the raft right over the, the obstruction. Just him and I. He was like, yeah, just meet me over there. I know, I'll be over there. Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, 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 boom. John didn't even it's have to. John was, John way. was fishing. You know what I mean? So we didn't have to. Like you know, what I mean, him and I know what the hell's going on. Like he knows the river, like the back of his hand too. So. It's always fun to have him in the boat. He knows where the fish are at. And John, John's fun. John's a fun, enthusiastic guy. God, it was such a fun day. Sorry to go. I was going back to my day, but but those were those were the stupid things that happened in our river. And you get to see a guy with a. T- did we talk about the tiller guy? Yeah. yeah. The Southern man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Jesus yeah. Christ! You never see that. <laughs> Holy shit! But all right. Hey, Mark. Who we brought to you by? Sims Fishing. Arak Tooks. We've got Yeti Built for the Wild and Cortland Lines. And our friends of the show, we got Ryan Evans over at Queen City Guiding, Michael Davis at Down to Earth Wealth Management, Thomas Shank, Chippewa River Custom Rods, our friends over at the Nittany Valley Muskie Alliance, and our friends over at Muskie Fool. You can hit pause or... Uh, 